0: What the shit is that giant fucking bullshit moon that, that smacks its dick in my face at the end of the Crota Raid? What is that again? The Oversoul. The Oversoul. I was trying to remember the name of it, and I couldn't remember. I'm sorry, it. what does, it does that tie to 1984? Yeah, what does what is do the song? Because well, I kept thinking of it, it was called The Killing Moon. I kept thinking that in my head. It's called The Oversoul, but I kept thinking in my head, because we had just listened to the song, The Killing Moon, The Killing right. Moon, I kept thinking in my head. You, but was it was such a, the you have
1: such a beautiful mind. 110. This is are. Neo Ayoshi. Hi, Neo. How is everyone doing? How are you, Sarah
2: Cross from me? I am great. This is Lock and Key here for episode 110.
1: Back at it again. <laughs> We're here. Just, just had to do it, man. What? Nothing, nothing. Okay. That was my moment. What moment? Saying the, n- the number of the episode. You said the number of the episode So did you! Why can't I, why can't I repeat it? We're not it? allowed to
2: say what the number of no, the episode
1: is. No, it's mine. Is. It was no. mine. Oh, I'm anyway, sorry. Anyway cross from me over here.
3: This is
2: trip zero. Just
3: uh, flabbergasted that we can't say the number of the episode. This is the backstory we didn't agree on before this. Why can't we, why? I don't know. Oh. It's, <laughs>
0: this is Felix Argood. What's up? Hey. You're doing your, uh, your social networking on your phone. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get pictures yeah. out there. We're drinking a nice uh, not peaty scotch. It's very sweet. And I think it's that good. would be
2: is that is that a highland or is that a lowland?
0: The, I don't know. I'm not a scotch connoisseur. Yeah, I mean, no way. Yeah. Um, the fact that I, I know would love to be one because
3: those uh, words are good as good. hell.
2: Right? That you asked. Right. 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 Yeah. I don't know. I believed it.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. Highland, lowland. There is a, a bottle. Midland. Mm. Do we drink it already? There's
0: a bottle of the scotch that um, Ron from uh, Parks and Rec goes to. I think we got a bottle of that. I got a bottle of that for, for Christmas. That sounds pretty cool. The actual scotch that he drinks, which I can't remember the, the brand, but it's mm. a real place, and they have the, the actual distillery in the show. Gotcha. Because gotcha. he ends up traveling on this like pilgrimage to Did it. To get there? Yeah. So it's, it's a great episode, but I can't remember the name, but I got a bottle of that for, for Christmas. If, if anyone would know scotch, Ron Swanson. No,
2: yeah, Ron Swanson, Yes. Yeah, so. Ron Swanson was at the Women's March. Uh, was he there was. as Ron Swanson? But yeah. No, he, he wore one, just, one of those no. like hats. He wore but, he wore one of the hats and yeah. had this big, but huge beard, and he had a, he had a sign. If it's you watch the show, you
0: would know that despite his uh, his politics, he would he always has a soft heart for what's her name. So he would definitely yeah, he be would. there. He, he would, would definitely be there.
2: Um, yeah, so I mean, we don't have a ton of earth shattering news, but we do have. We do have some new point, news points that we want to hit, to, and then we're going to have a little bit of a discussion around VR, mm. which, geez and crow, if you're listening, I know you've been bothering me because we've been teasing it and you wanted to hear Neo and my perspective on VR. So um, uh, I'm going gonna,
1: I'm gonna to say, what do we have on number one there, uh, yeah, Mr. So, Aoshi? We've been talking about uh, Inside a lot lately. Mm-hmm. It's been coming up frequently. Uh, Playdead recently tweeted, this is the developer of Inside and Limbo, uh tweeted a tease for their next game. Mm. I'm gonna show it to you all right now. This is all this is all they tweeted out. We just the image. looking at Just that picture. Some more uh, if you're listening at home. Danish expressionist art, I imagine. It looks like a uh it's a like a hilly area, sort of area. Yeah, it's, that's, uh, there's a sky. It's definitely right? Danish. Looks like a like a, a meteor <laughs> flying across the sky. <laughs> can I can I just
3: Felix what? Yeah. I never got to pick your brain about this. The last time I, I was talking about well, this, well, well,
1: this, this Danish, you, he like beat the game and saw the, cre- the names on the credits yeah. and was like, "Oh well, this like, explains no, well, This the is, game. is like
0: a Danish uh, he- myth story."
3: No, that, yeah, uh,
1: no, there's that goes a pe- back there's hundreds a pe- of millions of there's years. A
0: period in art mm-hmm. from the early 1900s. Okay, all right, called the Expressionist period. It okay. might, uh, it's just post the Impressionist period. Okay, okay, it might be super early. I'm talking like change over 1900 on, right? Is this like Picasso? Uh, I think he was young during it. Yeah. He was born in the late 1800s. Dolly? No, he's a surrealist. Okay. But anyway, so there was this period of time. Fucking idiot. Okay. (laughs) There there was Uh. this period of time called the Expressionist period, Mm -hmm. and a lot of Danish people were involved in it. So I'm making the point. I got to the end of the game, and the game was very expressionist, and I said, whoa. This is some Danish expression. He's not wrong. There is a woe okay. moment
1: in the game. It was developed by Danish
0: people. So it, it has to be them it, being inspired but by the, their, their past. The Danish part of this, is it just because there you know, no. were Danish people involved? No, they're Danish developers, and the
2: you didn't play the finale of the game. No, no. but what, what he's trying to get from you, because like, all you um, keep doing is saying the word Danish, <laughs> is, is there's something you. specific. Why isn't it a is there, French right? Is there something ending? very specific about Danish oh, no, expressionist no, no, no. no, art that it's, tied this it's together? A,
0: no, it's a combination of the fact that they're Danish developers. And it's an expressionist piece. That's okay. what I mean. Okay.
2: Okay. So there's so not... That word not could have like been
0: omitted and we've been fine.
2: Right. You could have just said expressionist art.
0: Yeah, expressionist art.
2: The that, Dan- that's the,
3: Dan- the question I was asking. I wanted information on the Danish part of it. Because he
2: wants to know later on in life if he's seeing something. He'll be like, oh, wow, that's a telltale sign of Danish expressionist right. art. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm that's, in that's a museum true. That's true. You right. know, like I, when we see no. you know, splatter no. of art, we no. know the artist. My study... Is is not that
0: in depth,
1: okay? (laughs) Of the game, we got there. So there's also more to the story. So Um, okay, yeah, should I go on? No, please. Um, So this tweet comes hot off the press of. The two co-creators two creators of Play Dead, and one of them recently was kind of forced to leave the company in a seven million dollar settlement. Whoa. Yeah. So Jesus leading speculation if the project's in trouble already, even though they tweeted this out on January twentieth. So this is very recent as of this recording. I mean I don't know
2: how much indie developers are making, but seven million Seems like a lot yeah. of money to give to somebody. Uh, like, wouldn't a, a studio just have that? And they're like, "Well, well, good
1: luck us." Um, <laughs> about right. Inside did really well uh, critically, and I want to say sales wise. But it's also a yeah. nineteen dollar game, twenty dollar game, right? You're right. But, so it, that but means it had the power to... of being on like pretty much every platform. True. So it was PC and stuff yeah, like that, and That's true. PS4 and three, it came out on Xbox first, I believe. Right. Was, that was its, re- its initial release. But the game got it got word of mouth very quickly. And instantly became like pretty much a favorite of the year. So okay, for for most people, right? Mm-hmm.
2: I know it did super well. It just seems like seven million dollars. It's a is lot all, of money. I mean, it's a lot of
1: money, regardless. But for like an indie developer, yeah. But you have all these publishers that throw money at companies sure. that 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 you know they they throw money at these companies to produce the game, and then they you know have all this capital to work with, and now sure. they've reaped the benefits of that, and the publishers too. And that makes sense. The publishers giving them probably more money for you know. Making this new game, so sure. I would just assume that they—they they probably have a. They're probably pretty sizable at this point, but still considered indie, I guess, because of the amount of things they release and the size of the games. And I don't know. There's a lot more into it, but that—that that, this this whole predicament says a lot about maybe what we'll see in the future from them. I don't know if I would expect this game anytime soon. Um, that was that just seems like concept art. Yeah, what we just looked at.
2: Now we know nothing about. Um, we don't know anything about PC, Xbox, PlayStation. All we have is that image. That's mm-hmm. all we have. Nothing else. Just, hilly, your, just a
1: big old tease. Hilly image. Mm. Yeah. Okay. With all meteor. Yeah, that that Danish expressionist art <laughs>
2: piece.
3: Yeah, um, but they put out good stuff before, so
2: I, I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm hopeful, and I'm glad they're teasing something new because. Um, you want to make sure, as an indie developer, at least in my mind, that you're riding off the coattails of your previous
1: success. Yeah, not
3: just totally. sitting back and, and letting mm-hmm. the wave crash because yeah. you do you well, and now, never get up again,
1: right? Because of Inside, now they're more well known. So sure. now people's eyes are on them a lot. You know, I like I, I heard of Limbo when it came out, right? Yeah, but like it was by no means on my radar at that time. I was playing every AAA game that came on my feet. You know, oh I mean? sure, sure. I, I didn't care about the small indie games like I do now, but right. Like, so yeah, this is this is. We're going to see. We're cool. going to see. Yeah. Um, so, we also have another tease of a new game,
2: which would be from Obsidian. Mm. So, recently, um, Obsidian teases a new game, and right now the internet has um, lost its mind because of this. Um, right now, it's codenamed Project Louisiana. Okay. It's all we know so far. <clears throat> There's not much to go on except we have an image and a quote. I'm going to read the quote to you guys. The quote says, I used to dream that when my God came, when my God came back, he would forgive us. That's the trouble with dreams. Sooner or later, we all have to wake up. Mm. Now, the image itself is it's a gray background with the quote and above the quote is a pipe like a traditional smoking pipe. And a uh, Gandalf style, uh, like a Gandalf style pipe, yeah, real, real long, um, real slender. long, yeah, and then it's forming an X with the other half of the X being a um, like a uh, like, like a like a grain stalk, mm. you know, like you would see traditionally in like someone's mouth in in the South, Project Louisiana, right? Sure. Oh, that makes um, sense. So okay. <clears throat> we don't know really anything else besides that. Now, we know Obsidian has uh, given us some great games. Um, Jesus, Felix, with the pictures. <laughs> I
3: had the Why picture does your Flash flash like 17 times? I don't um, even
2: know. We Okay. That's, Second experience you, can have, you can have a genius bar on Instagram. Um, We know that Obsidian has given Felix one of his favorite games, which has been Fallout Las Vegas. Yeah, Fallout New, New Vegas. Vegas. Excuse me, not Las Vegas. Um, we know that... Um, uh, it's let me down with um, Knights of the Old Republic 2 with one of the worst stories oh, that I've ever that seen. that was one of them. That was an Obsidian um, game. That was an Obsidian game. Um, and we don't know anything else. We don't know if this is going to be a Fallout game. We don't know if this is going to be original IP. That's all we have to go off is that quote.
1: I, there have been rumors my, of like a New Orleans Fallout Which, which they're talking game. about in this article. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. That Obsidian
2: has thought about doing New Orleans as a really cool setting for a Fallout game.
3: I was gonna say the pipe didn't sound like Fallout to me, and it that, that imagery. But I guess I don't know anything about this this New Orleans rumor, so
1: mm-hmm. that's just with the word on the street. Oh, when, when was the last when was the last time uh, Obsidian put out something? What, I don't even know. What, I haven't been to the
2: Um, I don't know when the last game they came out with. Um, but it looks like it looks like the theory is a quote referencing um, Eder and ethos from Pillars of Eternity, um, perhaps signaling a Pillars of Eternity 2. There's also the rumor that it has something to do with a potential um, fallout uh, New Orleans. And then there's apparently something saying it's some type of glyph um, that would be um, revealed with new uh, images being translated as the time comes on. They
1: did South Park Stick of Truth. Oh, they did. It was them? Oh, did they really? Well, it was under Ubisoft's umbrella, I believe. But Obsidian was the developer. But Obsidian was the developer. Wow. Interesting. I wonder, are they doing... I don't see the new one on here.
2: Um, Do
3: you catch any fine art undertones to this that we may be
2: missing (laughs) and, and have to discuss? doesn't look Danish to me. I don't know. No, I mean, (laughs) you know, the pipe is definitely um, a minimalist minimalist. pipe. Sure, yeah. Um, You know, but I don't think other than that I wouldn't put it on the French or on the British. (laughs) It's a little little abstract. Um, Hey, smack
0: my balls on the table some more, (laughs) (laughs) motherfuckers.
2: I would Definitely not um, point
3: The images are way too clear.
2: Very yeah, um, you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be a Picasso no, or anything no, no. like that. No, uh, there's no uh, droopy clocks, so mm-hmm. it's not a. Dalio. That's that's uh, surrealism. It's, it's almost Georgia
3: O'Keeffe with the um, with the plate. vaginas? The, um, yeah, I yeah, mean,
2: you, you one know. can potentially see a vagina in here if one was truly. Can I see that picture, please? No, you can look it up later.
3: <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> it said no. Fuck it. Uh,
0: yeah, I said no. Uh, <clears throat> Locke, I'm hopeful for that. Uh, f- uh, Fallout New Orleans that would be pretty I, cool
2: I am too I think Obsidian has given us more great things than, than um, not so great things Obsidian was in a very rough place with Knights of the Old Republic 2 because they were getting a lot of bombardment to follow up with one of the Bioshock's version the Bioshock's original right well no, not well, Bioshock not Knights of the Old BioWare I'm sorry yes. I said Bioshock so they were being <laughs> you're looking at me we got you, we took they, you were, they were being hammered at to make <clears throat> this game and make this game great and there were great aspects of it but it ultimately failed because of its production time. Um, so I'm, I'm excited because we can see what they can do with New Vegas, you know. so we know what they can do when, when they're not pressured to complete something in a specific Was
0: Was uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, it was a sequel, using the same assets as Knights of the Old Republic 1, right? Uh,
2: essentially, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's what they do. In Bioware style. Well, well, but they, they just, they're given the assets by the, the original company. So in the case of Fallout 3, they were given the assets from Fallout 3. Right. And then they just made their own thing from it. Is that so, common with, uh, with Obsidian? With Obsidian. Oh, okay. So what I think is going to happen here is you're going to get this, this interesting, probably really well-developed f- version of essentially Fallout 4. It's going to be all the Fallout Four assets, just just in a new, new it's essentially yeah.
2: Instead of it being like a update, we're getting a whole new game using the same assets. Um, Yeah, which which you know, like I said, I still haven't finished Four, but I I I understand of wanting more Fallout. It it can't hurt. And who knows? I mean,
0: what what they might end up doing is they might be um, now that the mod store exists. Uh, for fallout. I'm not going into mods. <laughs> I, I see that expression. You make it in your face. Like, oh, here he goes with the mods. Like, oh, again. But I do want to say one thing. You'll have your spot when okay. we get to games we play. Okay, great. I'll talk then. But, um, what I was going to say is, uh, uh what, what they're probably looking at is they're looking at the panel of mods that have come out that are done well. Sure, they could and, be. And, and they probably take an inspiration from what the modders have done. And they th- might include some of those mechanics. I
2: mean, this is pure speculation. It could have nothing to do with Fallout. Yeah, yeah, We don't know true. that yet. But um, regardless, more to come as more images or more quotes are released for Obsidian. Um, but I think we're excited about it. Uh, Neo, question I have for you. Are you still playing The Division?
1: um not as much i okay. as you know i was playing a whole bunch of that survival mode yeah really damn fun that mode is straight fire
2: mm. i've watched but, a lot of but it's cold it.
1: it's cold not but, fire but hot cold it's hot cold mm. it's hot cold mm. um i beat it finally like i actually completed the. i didn't beat it i like finished the mode got it and i was like wow that was successful and then I, like, I, I like, went, okay, I'm done for a little bit. I'm good sure. for now. you know Not in it for the grind. You were in it for the new experience. Yeah, and you know what? I feel like that is something I can get back to easily. Sure. If, like, I'm like, hey, I want to survive a little bit tonight. I'm going to go survive in New York in the freezing cold. Yeah, I, I took a page out of
2: your book and started playing it vanilla. I don't have any of the DLC yet, but um, I know we mentioned previously that um, we all felt like they did a really good job with doing New York. Yeah. And I... Um, Revisited it since before Underground was released. I quit playing when the first Excursion came out, so like yeah, me too. Literally before there was a gear set score, we quit playing. Yep. so I hopped back in, and my god, did I have so much fun playing it again! And this is still strictly running just story missions. Haven't done any new pieces of DLC yet, and that game does. I have to say so well it does, and it just I feel like you're so immersed in that game when you're playing it. So. I, I I can I definitely agree with that, and I think they have done a lot to make this game what they wanted it to be. You um, uh, you came right in and played the character you had previously. You character that fresh. I had previously. Okay. Uh, what they implemented since uh, you or Trip have played it is there's now uh, worlds. There's different world tiers. So um, you now have a gear set score, right? Kind of like Destiny. But instead of there being a... Um, different subset of mission difficulties there's tiers of the world where you go up to the top and you load world tier tier two let's say and tier two drops you loot from 180 to 200 and then tier three drops you 200 to 220 I don't know the actual it's like Diablo torment mode
1: Right. You can raise the levels of the world and then get better
2: loot. So you're raising the levels of the world entirely, meaning NPCs, what they have, what random encounters drop all of that. Mm -hmm. It is harder. And then on top of that, you also then can set difficulties on the missions like you could before.
0: So you and I, if we were playing in a party, would have to agree on the the world tier
1: first. He would default to your, he would probably default to your gear score. Mm -hmm. But that is something that's
2: very different than there was before. Trip, what
3: did you have? You had a question for? Well, I think we're getting to the answer
2: for it you pick this world tier as you load the game i can in the middle of being standing in front of home base click y and change my world and it just reloads the map okay because i didn't realize at first because again brand new was not a mechanic before i was getting drops lower than what my current gear score was and then finally after a mission or two it popped up and said like recommending changing your world tier and I changed wow. it, and then I started getting better drops. Did
1: you have to leave the game
2: and come back in? No. It literally it just, will, it re If
1: you're in a safe zone, in like a safe house, you don't need to reload the world, because the, the, the world loads as you leave the safe zone. But if you're in the middle of, the, like, a street of New York, in, like, the streets, it'll, it will have to refresh you. It throws you back into a, the closest safe zone.
2: Um, yeah. But it, I do have to say, since I own it, you know, there was no harm in going back to it, but I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. The matchmaking experience was significantly better. Mm-hmm. Um, it now has a plethora of daily missions that give you drops,
1: a plethora of weekly missions that now give you drops um, Thing, and things that happen in the world uh you 'll be running around and it'll say supply drop incoming then uh, this has this happened to us? no these so,
0: are these are p v e supply drops this is just in this the world this PvE. is just random yeah, in the world you heard like when about you're running those. around heard so about
1: it'll them. just drop them in and you'll f- go to fight really hard enemies and then take the loot inside this supply drop. Same. Uh, did you get to the Dark Zone yet? I have not dealt with the Dark Zone yet. Once Here, you finish. I'll, I'll fill you in on the Dark Zone.
2: So the- the, and that was going to be my next point. So now they've also... The reason why I bring up The Division is because they recently um, teased their final piece of DLC, their third piece, which is called Last Stand, um, which is a dedicated separate player combat arena, what they're trying to do is make the Dark Zone more PvE-oriented and moving the PvP player base to this last stand dedicated area. Because what they found was PvP just became this area where people used to just shit on other people. And it, was, it wasn't for oh yeah, awful. Lots of grieving. Right? Yeah. And there is a PvE aspect to the Dark Zone, but it became more PvP. So what they've also done is they're expanding the Dark Zone yet again. Dark Zone is getting three more additional tiers in order to By spread tiers, out the player zones, like zones? Yes. Yeah, okay. So right now it's one through six, I believe. Dark Zone one through six. They're now adding seven through ten or seven through awesome. nine. Now what that's going to do is they're not limiting the PvE content, but what they are doing is limiting how many PvP encounters you will actually get in the Dark Zone. Are we going to be north of the park? We are. They're literally expanding it completely up to Columbia University, here we come, I don't know the actual map, so I don't want to misquote, but (laughs) they are physically expanding it. And what that's going to mean is your PvP, you won't run across as many players because the player base is now going to be spread out more, so you will have more interaction with the actual environment than you would with a crew of people just shitting on people at spawns.
0: Yeah, I've been wanting to go to Columbia University. I couldn't Um, go that high
1: on the map. One good thing recently about the Dark Zone that I've played, is um, when you go into the Dark Stone I do recommend matchmaking mm-hmm. yourself so you can get a party um, a few of the experiences I've had was I was in a party of three people at one point now we were running through and this one solo guy was running he like passed us and goes yo are you guys you, you guys got three and I was like fuck it you're joining us and I invited this guy right on the fly and we ran together nice um, Things they've added things to the dark zone like like random supply drops that like just throw they just like every like thirty minutes like more supply drops. They're not drops. set
0: locations anymore. No, they
1: they're, they're random all random locations. and everyone in the dark zone gets like notified about this. Right. So it does you do for, get forced encounters with other players by running to these these uh supply drops. Well that's
0: what how the grieving began, because the the supply drop sections were set.
2: You would just sit there and
0: camp. It would just sit and camp and wait for you to show up.
2: And um, uh, I think they've done a lot, a lot of work on this game. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do believe that I will be picking up the season pass. Um, You know, I talked to um, a buddy at work who mentioned... You know the underground d l c while you not might play it a lot, you would play that with friends where you might say okay i'm now playing by myself i'll hop in the dark zone or I'll hop in survival mm-hmm. let's say so there is there mm-hmm. is aspects for you to play with people, and there's aspects for you to play solo where you're still getting loot, you're still able to progress it's not like you're hitting a wall or you're not able to do things anymore because you're being bogged down by other players or bogged down by the environment. And now also there's multiple excursions. So now Mm -hmm. we have three raids... That I've never done, which is yeah. awesome. They're too. very
1: hard, which They're is very, very which is hard. which is
2: awesome. Um, and I know to to just bring it to your attention because I know you would do it in a heartbeat. Dysfunctional has been playing this for the past few months and has been begging me to come back and play. Yeah, I Division. love playing.
0: I love playing Division with uh, Dysfunctional. So.
2: so I will. I, I do think I never took that, it back. I still have it. Like I have no desire right now to to log into Destiny at least for a while. So um, which I'll plug this now. Bungie talked about um, a new piece of content coming in the spring. Um, we well, don't know what, but we're getting an update in the spring. The, the rumors are that um, they're going to
3: level up the raids to the current level, so you can get, you know, right. maybe the same gear at the oh highest level. Oh my god!
0: So we, we're going to
3: go Just back do, and do play the same hard, content. Crota again. Yeah. Huh? So there, mm-hmm.
2: we're, it's not going to be. I, I doubt it will be additional content, but we're getting an update. However, hard with that being said, this will fill my my loot void this will void my massive scale void that i'm
1: looking for so one thing i like about division's loot different from i guess whatever Destiny's doing now is even though you've hit the end game you've hit tier five worlds you've hit all this end stuff you (laughs) what are you what are you doing what you
3: saying keep talking you
1: you find that even though you're getting these you get these set gear pieces have you found any yet I have a few. Yeah. Yeah. So what will end up happening is you'll get probably two or three of the same piece, right? Right. But then what you're going to do is you can go, okay, what piece do I want to combine with my other pieces of gear? What stats look good? What do I want to min-max? What do I... what? What special stats do I want to go for? And in, instead of becoming like, okay, I have all the best gear in the game now, I guess I'm done. It becomes you, like a mix and match of I'm like getting certain gear right. pieces for certain things, and it's actually yeah. carried over into the dark zone. Right now, there's a uh, set a set gear called Alpha Bridge. Okay, that's become like. Everybody who frickin' runs in Dark Zone wears this gear, because if you have two of the same gun type, you get all of the perks of those guns. By both. On both guns. Nice. So, like, instead of three perks, you're getting six. Right. Right, so... So you want... Of course you want that. You d- and then you just... And then you can recalibrate the guns to get the best, the best stats.
0: Before you got here, Locke, uh, we were listening to uh, the Best of 1984 uh, alternative uh, okay. through Apple Music. Sure. And the the song that came on is the, the Killing, Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunny Man, uh-huh. right? What the shit is that giant fucking bullshit moon that, that smacks its dick in my face at the end of the Crota raid? What is that again? The Oversoul. The Oversoul. I was trying to remember the name of it, and I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. What is does that the song? Yeah. What does it the song? Because well, I kept thinking of it, it was called The Killing Moon. I kept thinking that in my head. It's called The Oversoul, but I kept thinking in my head, because we had just listened to the song, The Killing Moon, The Killing right. Moon, I kept thinking in my head. You have such,
1: such a beautiful mind.
0: <laughs> I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I want everyone listening that, that to was know. A, that was a reference to, to me know, to me being like. A like, savant a savant like you, an you idiot need savant. to
3: understand how Neo looked at Felix when he said this he just was turned aside, was in his chair his entire body and just looked at him right in the eyes and he just had this wonder in his own eyes just as he <laughs> like this beheld amazing, Felix his
1: train of in thought, front of his him his train of thought is just amazing what's that guy such, John, uh, beautiful John mind, <laughs> whatever
0: his name is
2: that guy Yeah, John whatever his name is, super descriptive. Don't remember his name. (laughs) You are... Make quite an impression. Your mind... I picture your mind being in a room. Yeah. And we're in a room trying to solve a very complex mystery murder. And it's... I got pictures all over the wall, and I got strings connecting pictures to pictures. Pepe Sylvia. And there's no possible way that somebody can come into that room and have any idea about how things it's, connect. It's
0: just for you. And then I randomly break through the wall like fucking Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: how, that's how that, I get that's out. That's your mind. And it's, that's how season four of Starlock ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's We're hit... Uh, so more to come for Division, I think. I, I'm definitely going to bring it up on future episodes because going back into it really not playing the game at all except for vanilla based game uh, I have a lot to explore and learn from it I'm so I very, very I'm very excited, excited to get back into it mm-hmm. yeah I, I loved um, it when I played it yeah and I would encourage great. you when you have the downtime to, to play it as well because um, I think you'll you'll definitely enjoy the changes that you've seen cool. uh, the next piece of DLC I want to mention and talk about is battlefield one has revealed their next their first piece of DLC which is called they shall not pass um, it actually, you play as Gandalf. um, awesome. <laughs> and, <laughs> The DLC I've been waiting for. Uh, and um, Frodo has his own class. He's actually a uh, grenadier, so he just runs around with German, grenades. It, it, it,
0: <laughs> awesome. Strictly pickle helmets, German army.
2: Yeah, German army. Um, no, but the, They Shall Not Pass is going to include four new multiplayer maps, which is necessary at this point. When you're playing Battlefield, you're playing on literally the same maps over and over again. So the four new maps is going to be great. Um, they're adding the French army as a new faction, so expanding World War One and adding the French into it. Um, and they're adding a new game mode, new art, new art, new artillery, excuse me, and more. We don't know what "and more" is, but that's what EA has said. Um, verdun heights the first of the four maps will have players fighting through massive forest fires created by the battle of verdun um the map is an oh, wow. uphill battle towards the massive fortress of verdun a oh, constant grinding shit. struggle where the artillery never stops um next up is uh fort um Vaux, where players will fight in the maze of dark galleries and yep. wet stone corridors inside a fort mm. um, these are just pieces of history
0: that i know a little bit about
2: so I and I could it's be I be could great. be literally murdering these words, but no, the third map yeah. is uh, titled uh, that I cannot even try and make out. Um, uh, let me see what would uh, the this paragraph right here. The third world is titled. Uh, uh, Soissons. Yeah. Soissons. Yeah. Beautiful. Soissons. Soissons, like there it is. Uh, we'll take players to the beautiful French countryside oh. to take part in one of the biggest tank assaults of World War One. Oh, wow. Um, uh, I can't wait. Finally, in Rupture, players will fight for um, Fontenoy. Fontenoy. Uh, um, can I see that? Sure, you may.
0: Yeah, f- it's got it. has got to have an f- accent, but it could be sharp sure.
2: Um where they will oh. fight over a rusty wreck from previous tank battles. Um, also included in the expansion is a new game all new game mode called Frontlines. Both teams fight for one flag at a time. When when this objective is captured, the action moves on to the next. So it looks like it's neutral flag, which should be crazy because that's never been done in a Battlefield game. Um... So this is exciting. Um, we're going to be getting um, Trench Raider as a new new elite class. Um, so that should be interesting. Trench Raider. I'm wondering what uh, close-range um, melee things that will add. And there will be a new stationary weapon, a new tank, two new tanks. Mm. Um, so they're adding a lot in this first of, uh, piece of DLC. Love it. Um, which is great. Yeah, I So mean, uh, it's a great game.
0: I, I actually... Um, Two, two points about playing Battlefield. Uh, I introduced my dad uh, to to a gun that he had never heard of because I had played Battlefield okay. and learned about the gun. Right. Um, as I was playing, it's the, um, I'm not going to remember the name, it begins with an L, but it's the, the gun that you carry when you're support.
2: So you're talking about like the heavy machine guns? Yeah, it that has a like, name. Geez.
0: So my dad ended up researching... In depth about this gun, it's called the Lewis. The Lewis. The Lewis something. Yeah, the yeah, Lewis yeah no, gun. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with the you. Lewis gun. Yeah, yeah. And my dad started going on and on about how this this Lewis gun was a gun he had never heard of, and then he started naming all these old movies. He researched it and looked it up and realized there's a shit ton of like old movies that featured Lewis guns, and now he's been on this kick to like go back and watch these like. You know, like I'm talking about the pride and patriot, like sure, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 1950s, like war movies in black and white, right? Where they're u- using Lewis guns left and right. Mm. Um But yeah, he ended up going crazy because I told him about it. Sure, like, check out the this Lewis gun, and he's like, "Yeah." What? You know? I mean,
2: it's 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 it really is a again going back to division. It's another immersive experience.
0: Yeah, really. Like
2: there's, I, I logged in to play one game the other day because I had a few minutes to play, and I want, I just was itching some Battlefield, and I was playing the map where it's a bunch of broken down buildings with the tank shells everywhere. Yeah, and I was just, I went on a massive killing spree. Like I was laying prone in this perfect position and sniping everybody, but th- the the immersion comes through with on the hardcore yeah in hardcore is the sounds and the way you feel when you're sniping someone and and is that the just... one that has a
0: burned out field where there's like trees yeah. that, are, that are burned out, yeah yeah. yeah yeah, so I was on that map and I'm in my stream live, and nobody's watching me, and i'm just get I get bored <laughs> nobody's don't, watching the stream don't
1: sell yourself for me.
0: seriously it's like two thirty in the morning, no one's watching the stream what uh-huh. and I'm playing battlefield live, and nobody's watching. And he's, I'm pop, on he's that popular. Map. He's popular. Everybody. Okay. I'm on that map, and uh, was anybody watching? Well, I'm getting to that. So I decide. I get bored. I, I, I have that. that you know story. that. You know that that gun you can carry with you. That's like a prop. Uh, it's like a cannon. You drop it down. No, I know nothing about that. So you don't it's, know. Anything it's about. like the
1: engineer classes.
0: Uh, no, it goes with the assault class. Okay, and, and it's like this. Literally, oh, the, like bo- a bazooka. It's a bu- no. It's a bazooka. No. It fires like a straight shell. I know nothing like, about it. Like you have an artillery cannon. I only run on your, Okay. So so I have this artillery cannon, and I decide that instead of playing the map and fighting people, I'm just going to level all the buildings, and I proceed to, like, you, you get three or four shells each time. Every time I load into the map, I blast the buildings, and Jesus Crow comes into the stream while I'm just blowing up buildings, and I don't even notice him, notice him there. Like, I didn't know, but then I look... And there's all this stuff in my feed of him going, "Dude, you're demolishing buildings
2: for no reason. What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm bored." <laughs> I'm well, yeah, like, I mean, Jezem Crow's that would have it was two thirty. It would only been eleven thirty. Right, right, at, right. So yeah,
0: because he he's at, he's out what Vegas. He's in, in Vegas. He is, yeah. yeah,
2: so it wasn't that makes sense of him in. But bored. it was just like I'm a, pretty sure I actually if I go through my texts here, Jesus Crow recently texted me. Um, a picture, and it could be this very night of where he was dropping lines of chat and he said, Does Felix interact with his chat at all? Oh, that, because could, that could definitely be. Prob- it's probably that. They're, night. they're just
3: watching you just. Ignore whatever's happening in the game. Blow no, I, buildings I got, up I got and just be a madman. So, I bend. got
0: so immersed in the in the ability to just level entire buildings with this gun, like, and I was getting kills because there were guys hiding in the buildings. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So here it is, and I was wiping them out. He goes,
2: "Hey, <laughs> Look show show me your boobs. <laughs> what the fuck? You just destroyed an entire building. So you're gonna show me those boobs?" <laughs> I also love that you aren't reading your chat. So (laughs) about those boobs—that's totally the night. That's what I'm here for. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we got to put that picture on the Instagram, dude. Yeah, that's funny. And this is
2: no—that wasn't. This was at 4 p.m. his time. So that means that it was only like seven. Yeah, I
0: mean, I thought it was 2:30 in the morning. It might have been earlier. That was definitely the time has 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 no meaning. meaning.
2: There are days when you just, you know, seven o'clock, two in the morning. That's that's hilarious. No, that's that's absolutely hilarious. He texted me and he was like. So this is the conversation I had with myself and Felix's um, that's, stream. That's awesome. No, but I, I, I think... Shout out to Crow. Um, shout out to Crow. I think this piece of DLC is going to be fantastic for Battlefield because I do think it is starting to get stale for people that have only been playing that because, of course, you would want more content. So being a fan of it, I don't know if I'll buy it yet, but I will eventually pick but up this the is, DLC. But this is
0: only included in... It's separate DLC you can buy. Yes, but it's not. It would be included if I had bought that egregiously priced season pass. Uh, season pass. Yes, but no way. The $50 I'm Fifty dollars season pass. No, it wasn't even fifty dollars. It was twice. It was buying another game. It was sixty five bucks. I think not,
2: it's 50 now.
0: Is it 50 now? It was, 50, it was 65 the day it came. the game came out, yeah, and I went, I what the fuck? We, don't no even, way. we
2: wouldn't even have known what we were getting. Yeah. Um, so let's, we have one more news point we want to hit before we go into our discussion, knowing that we're right around halfway through the episode. Uh, I don't have a, a lot about this. trip. do you know much about uh, this
3: there's piece? There's not a lot on it, but I just want to mention it because I know you're, you are such a big Kingdom Hearts fan. Um, i tried to be. I thing. am as well, yeah. It's not really much. Uh, as of today, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 HD, final remix, just Remixes coming job, out, whatever. That's, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. that's right. <laughs> Real <We're laughs> excited about it. Um, it's it's none of the major games. It's a couple of the offshoots. I think they redid one of the 3D ones uh, for a console. Um, but the big draw, if you're someone interested in three, is this little segment at the end of this game.
1: At the very end. So like, you have to beat the game to play. The no, no, T's? no. I, okay. I'm probably
3: saying that incorrectly. Um, it it has as part of its three. Uh, bundles, right? You get you get Dream Drop Distance 3D remaster. That's the main game. Oh my you get a video, a movie of one of the other games because you don't it need was to like play a the game, just watch watch the movie. <laughs> Right. the They made a movie version <laughs> of it. Um, then the little third thing is Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep dash a fragmentary passage. What
1: the fuck? Bird by Sleep
3: was a PSP title. It was. And it's actually the furthest title in the timeline, like the newest stuff. All the other ones have filled things in uh, in the timelines. This is the most current information. There was a little tease at the end of that as to where the story's going. Uh So storyline-wise, this is right before Uh 3, and we get about maybe a couple-hour adventure with one of these characters. (laughs) Oh, do we? Yeah, exploring this little teased area. Listen, it's not confirmed content from three, but it's using the engine. <sighs> what from... D- it's using the engine from three. Uh, oh, so oh, you get an idea of how it lo- how what they're working on, how, how it feel. looks. The the general vibe I got reading about some of the reviews of this were um I equated it myself to Final Fantasy Episode Duske before okay. fifteen came out. Like it, they changed a lot in between, but you still got a good grasp as, as to what they were doing.
1: I what. But here's I the thing.
3: Are you paying 60 bucks oh, I'm not. to play no, this? No, so, no. No, definitely.
1: Nope. No.
3: That's anybody's real question. I
1: mean, Kingdom <laughs> Hearts is the game where there's Disney characters? Disney mm-hmm.
3: and Final Fantasy And together.
1: Final Fantasy. Yeah. I, so, I am a huge, huge fan of the
2: first two games before they went on their decimal point extravaganza. Oh, dude. But... Look at this timeline of releases. It's, it's become, it's becoming, I, I advise so, anyone to go so, to the
3: internet, right, to their Wikipedia. Here and we look go. At the timeline right, we're going to go through
2: it real quick. Oh, <laughs> 2002, Kingdom Hearts. Phenomenal oh, game. Man. 2004, Chain of Memories. Yo, also a lot of fun. It I was, was on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. I play, I it was a lot of fun. went through that whole thing. 2005, Kingdom Hearts 2. So within three, three years, three we years. got three games. Great. We're on a great schedule. Then, 2007, Re. Chain of Memories, so it was a redo mm, of Chain of okay. Memories. Two thousand and eight, um, coded, was just it, titled it was coded. Was in Japan only. Yep. Two thousand and nine, three hundred and fifty eight slash two days. Another title. Two thousand and ten, Birth by Sleep, re-coded. <laughs> so a redo. Two thousand and twelve, Dream Drop Distance. Two
1: thousand and thirteen. That was the three DS one, right? Yeah. Two
2: thousand and thirteen was the one point five remix, which is which is combining Kingdom Hearts the original HD remake final mix which is which which the final mix was the Japanese yeah. release of Kingdom Hearts right was they also got some bonus HD content remake. we didn't get originally you also then in the 1.5 and I have the 1.5 remix And do you, do you get uh, Chain of Memories? you yeah. get Chain of Memories and you get another movie but do you get the original Chain of Memories and you get the redux you get, you get the, I think you you, no, get get the, you get the remaster of Chain of Memories then but is it the re Chain of Memories? I have memories? no fucking idea is, I'm, already, okay. I'm already lost and confused okay <laughs> and i'm looking at the timeline then in 2014 we get the 2.5 remix which uh-huh. is kingdom hearts 2 redone final mix all that bullshit and there's other games lumped in there which is probably the redo of um birth by sleep mm-hmm. and probably the 358 uh by two well, one of those is for sure a video yeah one it, it always pans out that you get two games Dude, in one video japan was getting like
3: mobile phone games like I'm talking like clamshell flip phones use your little like up down left right to play this shit like they were getting so much just filler content for this and it all
2: ties in of course in some yeah. way and then Is now in 20- in every game no no and now in 2017 we have the 2.8 final chapter prologue <laughs> and then to be announced we have Kingdom Hearts 3 so Going through this timeline, what I want to get at is because your eyes have glassed over and you have no idea what's happening. I don't happening. even know where I am right now. <laughs> we're still recording, <laughs> but welcome. Hey, how are the you? Episode 110 of the Diversion Gamer. Okay, sorry. The the first two games, one and two, and even the, the first uh, Game Boy game, Chain of Memories, were fantastic games. And then I think it got into this production nightmare trying to make three. And because. Of the distance between two and three, they started filling in all this other lore bullshit. Yeah. And it's become so, so convoluted and absolutely utterly fucking ridiculous in my opinion. I might so try to go through wait, all these. P- screw three. Wh- oh, when Jesus is- Christ. I might
1: try to do it. No. Oh no. <laughs> I might try to do it. Wait, so... Oh, I'm sorry. When is Kingdom Hearts... We don't Arts, even know when the third wait, game's coming no, when out. Is, yeah. When is Kingdom Hearts Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 Arcade Remix Hyper Edition EX Plus Alpha coming what? out? What? Did you read... Is that a thing? Did you read it off something? Yeah, yeah. It's, there, it's on this, this hot site. It's got the scoop of the new... No, this is, that was the name of a Dead Rising 3 DLC that came out as a joke guys no, remember really? that? You remember that DLC? No, no. It was Dead Rising Three Super Ultra Dead Rising Three Arcade Remix Hyper Edition EX Plus Alpha Prime.
3: But you're getting that vibe from yeah,
1: the naming like, the man. It,
2: they right. gotta they gotta fix their naming. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's been a pro- it's been in production hell, and I think it's ruined it. I'm still excited for three, and I think all of these in between games are just there to buff you up on your lore. Mm. It's kind of like it's kind of like reading the books in Skyrim to better understand the story in which you're playing. I haven't read them. Okay. You can probably go back and play one, (laughs) two, and then three and probably be okay. Right. You would be. You would be. But, like, playing these other, utter fucking, like, shovelware at this point is only going to help you understand the lore more. But I... I
3: forget which one it was. I'm looking through this list and I'm reading, like, summaries. Uh... I think it's birth by sleep. It's like super fucking crucial to the story.
2: But one of them is a card based game.
3: That was chain of memories. That was chain
2: of memories. That's what I thought.
3: Did they still make a card based for the remix? That's not one point five. suck no. You own it. This I is like another language. The first I was gonna yeah. say, dude, I haven't played two since it came out that year. I have no <sighs> idea what's happening with this stuff. I fucking. Can't. Wasn't there a trailer <laughs> at the end of two four three? He's like running remember. through the city and. He's Maybe. Like, was that the end of... It was
2: so long ago that I played too.
3: Right? We were fucking children.
2: Literally. No, I was a literal child.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 2002, I was in 8th grade. Still all bright-eyed and looking in the future. It's like, yes. 8th grade was 2002. That's when I graduated.
2: I am a full-blown adult ready to buy a house, and I haven't gotten <laughs> a third one yet. Like, that is oh, fucking God.
0: absurd. I was an adult then. All right, thank you, you (laughs) fucking old man. Uh,
2: So let's hit, uh, moving off of this, just note, we got a tease for three. You could probably Google it and find it on YouTube. Um, What have you guys been up to? I want to talk about my VR experience, but you know what I'm playing. I've already mentioned it. I've played The Division, and I've been still playing Overwatch. I won't hop on over. Harp on Overwatch any more than it needs to because we do it enough. We love, we love
1: Overwatch. Um, sure. Is
2: there anything new that you guys have been playing or you want to share before we talk about uh, state of VR?
3: I've I've got a couple things you want to. No, go ahead, go I ahead. I'll go after you. Um, I got my computer rig all set up with my like Christmas gift peripherals and everything. Real excited Ooh. to redo my desk. I got that uh, that Corsair K95 keyboard, yes. uh, that Razor Naga mouse. Just nice, nice.
1: I'm ready to.
3: PC game, so I've been PC. That's like
1: my setup. That's gaming. like my keyboard, mouse setup. Yeah.
2: yeah How cool. can um, I ask a quick question? Sure. As somebody that is like ready, is pulling the trigger momentarily for their PC On the build, build. Yeah. Um, uh, I I have no idea about keyboard and, and mouse, and I'm, I don't you, know if I can spend a lot of money currently. What is the price point for those two pieces that you? Um, mentioned? Well, the. Oh god! The K
3: ninety five has the like, macro keys. Yeah,
1: it's like it's like hundred. I have the K seventy to eighty or something. I spent hundred dollars on the K seventy. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it's pretty good. It doesn't have the macro keys. I don't know if you necessarily need them. The mouse he has, the Naga has has twelve buttons on the side of where the th- where well, mine the thumb is, is. minus
3: seven in a circle.
1: You have the hex. Yes, you have the you have the Naga hex. I know my I know my. Uh, well, you dec- clearly do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Are, you
0: talking, are you talking about an RGB mouse?
1: Yeah. Yes. It has yeah. RGB
0: lights in it. Which yeah. one did you get?
1: <laughs> he's, he's, he's right.
3: No, the, seriously. The
0: Naga Hex. Oh. I, it was I, a gift. He has a Razor. Right. razor. Yeah, I just, I, that might <laughs> they, be.
3: They I, can get an RGB? <laughs>
0: Peter
1: wants an RGB mouse. I'm What's sorry. Up? Trip wants an RGB mouse.
0: Hey, hey, I need your help. Trip wants an RGB mouse, either Razor or Corsair. Do you have a recommendation mm. for Christmas? I it forgot it to is, tell you about that. Yeah. And I said razor, but you didn't get a razor.
1: Yeah, no, he did. You he got a you razor? I didn't nose. get a razor. Yeah.
0: Hear, it's their razor. I
1: didn't hear Naga what you said. Text. You're yeah.
2: making fun of me because this is shit I don't understand. Uh, so I wanted to. I'm ask. making fun of you because you are such a unique human being. Oh. and I don't understand how you <laughs> fucking live in this world. <laughs> I wanted
0: to know about this because I didn't understand a fucking
2: thing when she sent me
0: that text. What? We'll talk about that. <laughs> Locke was asking about his keyboard for his computer.
3: Got we were it. chatting about that. Yeah.
2: Thank you for bringing so, it back. So, you want a mechanical um, keyboard? I do want a mechanical yes. keyboard. I don't. I RGB don't, is fun. I don't. I'll just say that so right here's now. the thing. Yeah. Can I? I? You
3: can. When I built my computer, yes, didn't budget any money for a keyboard and a mouse.
2: Currently have no money for so a keyboard. And so I had <laughs> that's why I, I had
3: one of those like long USB keyboards from my Mac Pro from 2009. Okay, I just used that for I found, a while. I found a mouse in my house. Okay, plugged it in, wired. Did what you need to do. Get the job
2: done. That's yep. all you need. Yep. I, I don't... I'm not looking off the, the gate to be looking at a super precise mouse for FPS. Like, I'm going to play FPS probably, but yeah. I'm not looking for it in the nature of, like, precision gaming. Even,
3: even the mouse that I have, it's, like, it's mm. too precise for me. Like, yeah. there's a little, like, up and down buttons below the scroll wheel that it actually increase the DPI, DPI like sure, how, how yeah, sure. fast it is. Um, when I have it
2: maxed up. I, I can't even like. The, it. the reason a, why a, so I so ask is because the only requirement that I have is that it is a mechanical keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't need bells and whistles yet because I want the build to be complete and I'd rather to spend more money potentially on the monitor sure. or on something else like my motherboard. But the re- I, I didn't mean to derail you. I just no, no, was curious fine. because I've of course heard nothing but great things about some of these brands, but I wasn't sure where they stood in the price point. Category. I ended up switching from a Razer
1: Naga, the original edition, mm-hmm. to a Corsair Scimitar. Okay. It's, it is the same design where it has the, it has 12 keys on the side. It's just they, got, like, in a grid, right? <laughs> these it, these, it, these, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. words I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea when you said the word Scimitar... He he's guitar. Like, he's
1: oh. He was like, he he's smart. Like, That's oh. a sword. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> um, the keys, unlike razors, are mechanical. They're mechanical oh, switches wow. for your thumb to hit. And you can, oh. you can program them to do whatever you wow, want. I right. So I, forg- I, I gave up the macro keys on my keyboard. Instead of getting like, the K95, and I put them on my thumb. Yeah. See, the the, the yeah. big
2: thing, and this will be the last thing that I say, so tripping can get back to what he's playing, is that I don't like. I am not going to be proficient in in mouse and keyboard gaming for a while, so it's going to take me enough time to get used to walking with my left hand and moving with my right. Oh, it's so so fun. No, no, I am am thoroughly
1: excited for it.
2: I'm also just a realist and know that, like, I won't use any other functionality off the game.
1: Good news for you, Windows 10 has full full xbox controller support which i might end up doing so for your some elite controller will right. work fantastically right in fact which, it has its own software that lets you configure it right right in right in the right that's in the which is awesome
3: that's how i play skyrim with my xbox one controller mm-hmm. just because it's i'm so used to the console to, to doing playing. that sure. even though i'm on the pc and it's sure. modded and all that stuff uh, mm-hmm. i mean
2: i it, i may play a lot of games with that but um yeah we can we can talk yeah. more to to off think there, about I gaming,
1: freedom of choice yeah, How sure. do you want to play of course
2: so yeah. I've been doing things that have that have
3: been really purely PC and okay. trying to stick to that environment to yeah. really get used to it um well, one of my games I'm, not, I'm going to talk about is not Stardew Valley. That's the one that I've used the circle around my thumb the most for because okay. you have this little little line items of your of things you you, you carry around. Sure. and yeah, They're yeah, all yeah. numbered, so ideally you would press the the number keys, you know, one, two, three, four to switch your weapons. But I just it defaults to the seven buttons so you around can my just thumb. kind of wheel. I can just click and go like feel? around the sword. It's good, the, right? the, it's, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. It's weird. I got used to it, but it's, it's so changer. convenient. Yeah. Mm. Um. Mm. And in a game like Stardew Valley, where every second of your day counts, it actually does. Save time for me. I sure. scroll up and down and click. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I've been getting into. Uh,
2: I'm going to talk about three games really quick. The Talos Principle, I've which I through. have because when you play certain games, I see it on Xbox One. Oh, like you okay. show mm-hmm. up, so I've seen you playing okay. The Talos Principle yeah. for probably like a week now, and I haven't asked yeah. you about it. But so, just so you know, like I see him playing Division. And I could see you playing that. Yeah. I, I don't know why it's weird because not all games pop up. So I don't know what yeah. is it's driving. I know that, I'm, I'm signed
3: in through the Windows ten interface for my Microsoft account. Okay. And it ties into all of that. So right. I'm sure whatever they share I don't you know might if it's be a game ready. or something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um but Talos Principle is cool. It's it's another puzzler game. Uh like the Witness or like Portal, Portal. even. Yeah. Um you're kinda of, I mean you're on you're on an island of, of sorts, kind of, but you're
2: <laughs> You devolved into just throwing words out there. You want you wanna
3: fish hook something. Something that you I'm not fish hooking
2: shit. You <laughs> <laughs> just scream like mist <laughs>
3: Blake wasn't even there. Missed.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I, I I'm not I'm not in this conversation at it's, all.
3: It's, it's okay, man. We'll get you there. I'm i sorry, I, I wasn't in the uh, the division in the battlefield. You guys were going in on that. It's right. just
2: it's yeah. just, yeah. It's Look, just we're, funny we're because you have totally <laughs> devolved into just saying words. things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the talent Principle
3: is a puzzle. Uh, yeah. You you're this robot who wakes up right and you hear this voice. Calling himself God, telling you what to do. Okay, so he's saying I made this world for you. You can play around in it. You know, solve these things. Find my. He calls them sigils. They're just like floating Tetris pieces. Um, and he's like, you can do anything you want if you beat these. You know, you have solved these challenges. You can claim this world for your own. Uh, just don't go to don't go to my tower. I'm like oh, okay, whatever. I'm clearly gonna climb your tower, but uh, I'll see what happens. Lots of symbolism um, here. Yeah. As as you navigate around the world, you find messages from other what uh, are probably robots. There are QR codes that, when you walk oh, they're up, they're, they're read automatically. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you translated in your robot mind. You also find computer terminals that mm. are that are access to some definitely human created database. And I won't spoil too much. Okay. But there's a lot under the surface, and there's a lot going on. both Huge philosophically, portal vibe here. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, there is a portal about. Easter egg in the game. Oh, is there? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Is
2: it uh, who's the developer? Do we know? It's not. It's not Valve. Uh, it's it's just an independent. Steam purchase? <clears throat> uh, Devolver? I mean, it's not hugely important. I was I'm just yeah, curious. Yeah.
3: Okay, so Talos yeah. Principle. Talos Principle, that's a lot of fun. Uh, and then as of yesterday, I dove into Astroneer.
2: Which I mentioned was on so, Xbox One as well. Pro, Pro Team. And Pro Devolver team. Digital published it. Yeah. Okay. So what? tell me a little bit about Astroneer because I saw it as an indie game and I was very mm-hmm. interested on it, but I have not bought it yes. yet. It's technically still a pre-alpha build. So maybe it was in the game preview program I saw it on on Xbox. Most likely.
3: Okay. I know it's not on PS4 yet. Okay. Um, But when you start the game, you select what kind of astronaut look you want, and you just get blasted off to this randomly generated world. Um, So procedurally generated? Yes. Millions of planets? Hmm? Millions
1: of planets? Uh, (laughs) My
3: my next sentence was going to be, this is almost like what No Man's Sky (laughs) should have been without all the pretense. Right? Yeah. Yeah, the game looks very... Uh, it's very pretty. It's not too realistic. Very okay. cartoon-like. Right? I mean, you're, you have this little tool that you use to deform the ground, and you can build mm-hmm. the ground up around it, too. Okay. So you can uh, use that to dig and uncover resources. You can find the resources and collect them and use them to craft things. You can craft, like, new areas of your base yeah. to extend your base, to build um, areas to research other things that you find. Mm. Okay. The thing is, you can't walk away from your base for too long because the minute that your your tether disappears you're on an oxygen and a power limit. Got it. So you have to build tethers for yourself back to your base as you go. Okay. Um, you can eventually build up to a buggy to explore. I found some crashed ships that when I dove into them and, and dug around I found really hard to find metals that I didn't see anywhere else and I was able to use them to build some other things. Um, there There's, are some dust storms there are caves underground. Very cool. Um I died actually by accident. I was making my way back to my base because you just sit in your cockpit to wait out the storm, and this big mm. rock just flew in my face and just killed my character. And I'm like, oh shit! Like, is is that it? Like, I felt really sad, right? Because right. me and this guy had worked together. You were you were with somebody else. So no, no, just like. Me and then my my character in the game. Oh right? me and yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Me and this guy. You don't um, you don't think he's you.
1: You you are like your your partners with right. Your like he is me, but he's not.
3: He's like a partner in this, right? Oh,
1: that's like, so interesting. I, I'm
0: totally totally um, every woman I play as. Yeah, I'm just this this I'm, things in a spaceship.
3: You I'm are who you feel, the, man. Yeah, you are who you feel. Was.
2: Yeah. So it says here. Um, so it is. It's in the game preview program, um, which means that we can we can get a free demo on Xbox. We could play for a certain Uh-oh. amount of hours. I forget what it is, or it would be twenty dollars to buy it as an unfinished product. With you must be comfortable with the current state because mm-hmm. it may never be finished. Right.
1: AKA, how No
3: Man's Sky should have released. I've so, already found some some bugs in it. So like, what this says? Oh, I'm sorry. What what type of bugs well, have you found? As you you can pick up the um, the tether posts you place to like kind of conserve them and rebuild them in a different direction because mm-hmm. obviously you may not have enough of that material to craft more, so you won't sure. ever use that stuff. Um, but if I had a certain slot in my backpack uh, filled with something else, they would just disappear. Gotcha. Uh, put them back in my inventory, and I had to make sure the top left backpack slot was open. Just little for weird stuff sure. like that.
2: Yeah, so it says explore and reshape distant worlds. Astroneer is set during a 25th century gold rush where players must explore the frontiers of outer space, risking their lives and resources in harsh environments for the chance of striking it rich. On this this adventure, players' most useful tool is their ability to shape their world, altering the terrain, and extracting valuable resources from planets and moons. Um, So it says, explore procedurally generated planets that can be entirely deformed deformed and traversed, build a a spaceship and travel to new planets and moons, snap together components Mm. and objects to create custom vehicles and modules, four-player online drop-in, drop-out co-op, which is really cool. Um, Resources can be traded or crafted into new tools, vehicles, and modules to create everything from massive industrial bases. Bases to mobile rover bases so this sounds like if the developer is into it it's a game worth investing to me just reading the preview yeah for for, for xbox yeah it, it hits your space thing it you does know, your definitely. space obset- yeah. obsession it also sounds like
0: at least from the first game it hits your mass effect obsession a little bit well, what's the the mass effect well mass guy. effect you would go to planets and you would
1: like on the or rover or and whatever. Yeah,
0: but that could be really any any space Feels game. like
3: mines. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, you can terraform, so it's like very kind of Minecraft collecting resources and building um, a little little space base. I
3: think what it does really well that, that No Man's Sky didn't do well is actually give you a tie to your planet. No Man's Sky gave mm. you the perception of it by saying, You can name this, you can name the things but like all you're really doing Once is, leave, like, is leave, passing through yeah. and uh you're never really in danger. Like you are losing like, your materials as you go, and you have to, like, collect stuff to refill it. But, but that everywhere. stuff is everywhere, yeah. right? I couldn't walk two feet from my base without gasping for air. Wow. Until I found more stuff to build more tethers to then go out. So I I grew this connection with my area, and I, I really knew the lay of the land. Like, oh, I have to go over that mountain next because I haven't been over there yet. No maps. I K- kept coming back to the base. No maps. The game doesn't tell you anything in terms of how to operate the game hmm. besides just, like, Hey, you can click on it's this. It's very thing, much like Minecraft. Yeah. Um, so I thought that did exploration and and building and crafting a lot better than the No Man's Sky did in terms of giving you like a tie to it and a reason to keep. Well, what kind of graphics quality you we
2: talking about? It's well, it, it looks really pretty,
0: but it's
3: not. It's not.
2: It's not supposed. It's, it's not realism. It's not uh, Danish realism. Yeah. Oh. Um, not,
0: well, wouldn't,
2: that wouldn't be. Oh, that's not a thing. I'm yeah. sorry. It wouldn't be it American be. realism. I'll look it up. I kind of fucking know what you're talking <laughs> about. I'll see if it's here, see. If, I'll I, here's, the is, X, here's the Xbox app with some pictures here. It's,
1: this is a game I'm definitely interested in. I've had my eye on it for a while. Play a little demo of it. It's pretty cool. It's cool, right? I, I really want to get into more. This seems like a game that you could just really oh, dive yeah, into with friends.
3: Yeah. So oh, yeah. There's a mechanic where you can click on a piece of ground and, like, My astronaut will point to it as in saying, like, hey, check that thing out or do that thing.
2: Now, what makes this extremely, extremely interesting for me, Mm -hmm. is that it in the bottom right hand corner of this image says Xbox Play Anywhere. Uh, Which has a picture of a computer. Go on. Picture of an Xbox console. Go on. Which I would think means the four player drop-in drop out. Means oh. that you would be able to do that with me on console, and with you on your PC. I hope that's a thing. I bought it through Steam.
1: I will. I don't I'll know do if it. That, if we oh no, that it.
2: would do it. That wouldn't work. You'd have to buy
1: it through the Xbox Store. Mm. The Windows like the Windows Ten Store. I think. Damn,
2: I got super
1: we hyped. Were, we were so close, guys. I know we're so close. There's got to be a way to like. We're gonna maybe not.
3: <laughs> I was like, fit it together or something, but now maybe server.
2: Um, okay, well, I mean that—that's good. Thank. You. More, more to come on this. I, I would, as you it's continue, cool, yeah. as you continue to play it, I would, I would be interested um, in what you have for it because I think um, this this looks like it can pan out to be a fantastic game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then the last game that I was
3: that I was playing and jumping into was actually Planet Coaster. Oh. It's like the new oh, yeah, kind yeah. of like roller coaster tycoon ish game. Um, I don't have a lot. With that, besides, that, it looks gorgeous. Like the graphics on that are absolutely like, real, like
2: realistic graphics. No, it's or? it's
3: still like cartoonish, but like um, the textures on things, like the the art style, um, this like the sun. It's very much like um, uh, uh, the the Sim City game. What am I talking about? Uh, city coaster, so city oh. skylines. Yeah, like the way that took like the building environment and made it very like. Uh, model home ish, well, looking cartoony, by them? it's it's by Frontier, not the same people that did oh, okay. um, City Skylines, but the same people that did the original Rollercoaster Tycoon. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, maybe they're taking cues from what City. Oh, no, for sure they did. Yeah, it just it looks gorgeous on my on my PC, uh, and that's that's the uh, operation of a full theme park. Full theme park. This, well, what's nice about this versus something like Roller Coaster Tycoon that we all played back in the day, mm. is that you can jump right into a sandbox with everything unlocked to build whatever, full mod support to, you know, import other things that people create and make, um, or you could do, like, challenge modes, which is what you would be used to playing the first Roller Coaster Tycoon. You know, it's like, build this park and get to this mm-hmm. X amount of dollars and, yeah. and do this by the year, too. Or you have specific scenarios you can jump in uh, with pre-made parks and you just have to Deal with their don't problem, destroy it yeah, right yeah. you know like fix it or make it run better um, very steep learning curve as these games always do these like builder games
1: you're not and just you're not just building the coaster you're building the park
3: Yeah. and you're running the economy Everything. of the park yeah, yeah. Uh, so like you know menus upon menus upon menus for build orientation and height and wi- and width and mm-hmm. just all the stuff that just like kind of made my eyes glaze over at first but I'm sure if you really is there, is there into any it,
0: ability to add fucking whole chicken or no, hold turkey legs on the fucking menu? Probably. It's, I thought that was the most fucked up, grotesque thing I'd ever seen. I, people are walking around theme parks holding, oh, you, holding giant turkey legs. Dude, check out my walk, Instagram. As they walk around the park.
1: I went to the Renaissance is Fair. This is like a, I went to the Renaissance Fair. You could totally just do that. No, yeah. no, Why is that okay. weird? It's
0: the Renaissance Fair. It makes sense, I guess. And you're at in, in no, barbaric this, times. This is a huge thing at Disney, and you And you walk around oh. with a chicken leg. At the Renaissance Fair, okay, fine. You're at the it Renaissance fits. fucking fair. It, it fits. fits, yeah. You know, because as we watch Vikings Lock, we see that they sit around with chicken legs and shit or turkey legs. But like I'm, in, I'm in Great Adventure recently. They're, they're great, by the yeah, way. But- Man, I just didn't understand it. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, but it, was it a themed restaurant? Or no, you went no, no, to, no, no. Like it's, a, it's. You can walk up to like, like. I walked like past cart. like forty stands in the park yeah. where, it, on the menu, it says turkey leg, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And you can literally just walk around chomping like a fucking, uh, you know, a Neanderthal <laughs> on a fucking turkey leg in yeah, the park. I seem
2: really amped up about
0: this. No, I just thought it was the weirdest. It was the strangest thing. I'm not amped about it. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't it's, understand. It's that. been
3: a theme park thing for years. Just yeah, walk happiness. around on
0: them, eating flesh. It- that's what you do with a burger, really. You're just yeah, you're hiding right. in bread, but it's you know. I guess it's bread all, makes it civilized. Know, right. All right, that's so the difference. I was going to say, I was going <laughs> to <Not> say, <laughs> the bone from the
3: cow.
1: Yeah, chewing I
0: was going to say, with a hamburger, it's cooked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like but it's cooked. Like, it's <laughs> clearly, <laughs> it's um, clearly cooked with a right, raw too. turkey yeah. leg. Yeah.
2: Only because I don't want to run too fast,
1: too far past our hour because we're already at an hour. Okay. Oh, what do we have now? let me give you a real real quick one down rundown. Last weekend I decided to try out Watch Dogs Two. Mm. Uh-huh. Yes. I know uh, Felix over here played it already. I played five minutes of it five um, okay because that's pretty much what I did too. I've got it waiting <laughs> just to
0: go whenever I get into um, it you <laughs> played so much stat. more
1: than five minutes of it <laughs> I really
0: only did two sessions in it and then put it down
2: it would, would it, was
0: each session two and a half minutes no I mean <laughs> what I'm saying like two sessions is the nothing compared to the amount of shit I that's put enough. in on
1: honestly that's <laughs> loaded the game yeah.
2: character loaded into the map oh yeah. well General, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> the, the update shit. for today. I'll just, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Watch Dogs Two. How many, did you play a lot of it? Or I played probably as much as uh, Felix here says he did. Five, five minutes. minutes. So, I mean, I played <laughs> for like right. a night, and then I started again the next night. Did, and then did, I did like, you oh.
0: unlock the the, the drum? Uh, drum?
1: I did the the car the car and the wheels the little RC car. Yeah, that's that's early. <laughs> yeah, it was real early. <laughs> I thought you said you played five minutes. How do you know this? So that I early played early? less than Felix. <laughs> Proven Her here. Anyway, I started playing it, and I made it to the drone. <laughs> Drone's expensive though. <laughs> it's, 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 it, was like, it was like it was like thirteen hundred dollars or some bullshit in that. And I'm like, I'm not gonna. I do saved that. up. Oh, That's I was robbing people. You in saved that. up when? <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> robbing people you're, in, you're, park. in minute you're, three of five. <laughs> <laughs> dude you walk around the game and you earn money by just going oh I see your mega account I see your mega account yeah. I see your mega. you just, yeah, that's just like click on people and just take just their money take their money that's Robbing how you make money people in the park, that's kind of uh, rude that's what I did alright so yeah. Watch Dogs 2 what else we got um I mean I gotta say like I stopped playing it because it was just like okay this is just like more Watch Dogs 1 it's not it's not very like the characters are kind of cool and they're edgy and whatever but like I don't know, man. It's it didn't feel like what we were promised. Open world blues. Huh? No, it's not open world. Open world blues. Like, I got hit by that open world blues, yeah, I um, and I just didn't care.
0: Did you? Did you find the uh, when you played it the problems you, I had with
1: you, it? No. Well, Do you remember my a, the problem? AI sucks? I didn't have any. No, bugs. my I issue had
2: a list of problems too. No, I
1: just had That's one. A problem. a busy five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is listen. A guy. There's one. There's one mission I did play that yeah. I freaking loved, and I don't know why this didn't keep me in the game. But you essentially break onto the set of a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And you steal the Night Rider car. Essentially. That was a good one. It was oh, pretty God. much like, oh, cool. and then you cool. get into this like baller ass like police chase, and like the car's like talking to you, and the music is awesome. Soundtrack in the game, pretty great. Yeah, not gonna lie, that soundtrack is pretty pretty boss. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, that's enough watchdogs. Too. I, don't really I, I thought much. it was weird that this yeah. car,
0: this character, like who was supposed to be the super hacker, couldn't, yeah, couldn't. You know, you had to resort to using a gun. Too often in the early they give parts you a stun of the game. game, they give you a stun gun. They yeah, it was a stun. There was a stun gun.
1: I tried to stay as non-lethal as possible. Yeah, but I thought there wasn't enough non-lethal. Well, lethal maybe early maybe on in the game, minute ten, you would have hit something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I only gave it <laughs> That's five that point. <laughs> Well, anyway, and the next thing I did this past weekend was I installed Dolphin Emulator. Mm, I was talking is, about this last week. I know, and this is, because like, we were talking about Switch last week, and it yeah. got me all like Nintendo-hyped sure. and stuff. Yeah. So like, I whipped like, out my old 3DS, dusted that John off, and mm-hmm. played Smash Brothers for five minutes ago. This is too tiny. I don't want that. I want to play it on my, my 1440p screen. So I loaded Dolphin on there, and the first thing I got was Wind Waker. And I loaded Wind Waker in mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm excited for Breath of the Wild. I want I, want, I want my Zelda 6. Sure. I got an itch now. Sure. Um, Dolphin is really quite impressive. You can load these old Game GameCube games, Wii games too, upscale them to the current resolution of your monitor if you want and whatever, according to the power of your graphics card. And it looks so crisp and beautiful. I couldn't believe I was playing, like, what, a 15-year-old game? Like, it was mm-hmm. insane how good it looked. That's and I cool. spent... I spent like I was up to like four thirty playing Wind Waker, and then the next day too, and wow. it was fantastic. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's I wanna cool. I wanna finish Wind Waker again. I haven't played that game since it came out. I've never played Wind Waker. It's that's pretty the good one that I've just never got around to. People hated it, then they loved it, then they hated it again. And it's, like a, apparently it's like they a love cult it, favorite you know. right
2: now. No, but that's that's it's good to know. That Dolphin's a viable, mm-hmm. viable option, because I know you mentioned wanting to potentially go and do that. I'm using an Xbox controller, too. I just awesome.
1: remapped I mapped the controller of my Xbox to the like GameCube settings or whatever. Right, right. Works pretty well. That's awesome. You just got to get used to the control scheme. And stuff. Right, mm-hmm. right. The screen does not change. It still looks like a GameCube controller. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But still, Interesting.
2: Awesome. Uh, have you played any? You've only done Wind Waker through the emulator thus far.
1: I did play Melee for a bit. I played okay. Melee oh, for Melee. a few right. minutes. Smash Bros Melee. That right. it looks pretty good. It's not all. I remember those games being like fuzzy on the CRT monitors. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. on my really high def screen, it's like looks fine. It looks crisp. It looks nice. like very very. Mwah. Mm. Mwah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, I don't think that's. I think that's the only two things I loaded. I tried Galaxy. Mario Galaxy. Mm. Tried to play that for a minute. Didn't work quite as well because I couldn't. I didn't have batteries for my remotes. You know, Why do I mean? you
2: need that because of the way that you interact with the game.
1: A lot of motion controls. A lot of pointing at the screen. It requires an IR sensor being hooked up to your screen. Can you too. hook up the Wii? Y- you can use the. You can use. It's, there's a few tricks you can use. You can use a candle behind a screen. I know this is a really. It's a really weird trick. You can use a candle, and or if you have the Wii sensor bar, which I do have, uh, you can put that on, like on your monitor, and then like yeah. it'll it'll use that as a point of reference somehow. sure okay like, either way uh, that's all I, that's what I've been doing and mm-hmm. I want to play Resident Evil 7 yes oh uh, we thing, to talk about it yes we do have to talk okay. about this let, so let's, let's do let's, it
2: Felix do you, oh, do you, yeah.
1: you said you had one thing to add one do you thing want, do you want to add short. it
2: after do you want to go let's go let's get it over with It's real quick let's do it um,
0: for anyone out there who mods games, yeah. I just I stumbled upon, <laughs> seriously, it's modding.
2: You guys are making <laughs> no, fun. No, no, I love modding. Personally, you guys don't care. We're, we're PC gamers here, right? not you that trip? I don't notice I laugh, and I'm not, I only laugh
3: because it's... I, here, here's what's happening at home. The listeners are going, he's going to talk about something related to Fallout modding, isn't he? Yeah. And then you go... If you mod a game, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's
0: just like, "I fucking knew
3: it." it's pretty true. it's no, pretty,
2: so, pretty true
0: um, it, because that's all I've been doing. Sure, it's like, okay. Like you're not seeing me in Division. You're not seeing me in Destiny. Sure. Um, I'm. I'm not in. Uh, I haven't even been in Battlefield, and I really enjoy
2: that game. Sure. Um, so you you picked up. You've told me that you broke Skyrim yet again. Well, my my stream started to grow with me doing morning coffee
0: and playing Skyrim. People who love these style of games, the Bethesda games, come in quite often, and they like to ask me about my mod load order, and they like to ask me like, why I'm doing whatever. But one thing that has been escaping me through all of this, you see, I keep breaking the, the, the load order, mm-hmm. is why it keeps happening. Now, it, it might be obvious to you guys, but this is, this is new to me. You know, it might be obvious to Neo because he mods a lot. But this is new to me considering I'm on Xbox and I haven't done modding on PCs for years. But one, I was watching a video today done by this guy named Lunar, Lunar Gaming. That's what mm-hmm. he does. And he does uh, actually a really great Fallout load order explanation video. If you want to look it up, Lunar Gaming Fallout load order or Skyrim. And he makes this point today that I didn't even realize. And this is so obvious, but like you, you once you start a build you need to just play the save and not change it mid build like mid playthrough sure yeah and and what i've been doing in both skyrim and fallout wrong is I change mods dynamically as I'm playing, depending on what you want to oh, do. Oh, see, I didn't know you were doing that. I was doing it a lot. I was doing it sometimes right on my
1: stream. What happens is, is assets get loaded. <laughs> that seems so depressed about it. What <laughs> happens just, is assets get loaded mod. into your game <laughs> yep. in your save file, and it builds. And what happens is, if you remove something, yeah. the game is going to try and find those assets because they existed in your world previously, and they're, and they're
0: it just it, it falls apart. Right. So yeah. there, there were <laughs> there were plenty of mod. Um, developers. The awesome doctor there's plenty of mod developers who have stated clearly in certain mods don't don't remove this after you've added it but not every one yeah like and I'm starting to realize that the reason why my my load order keeps breaking is exactly that I keep changing it mid midstream
1: so you can you can add mods but removing them might potentially break your game. you saying yeah so yeah. Um, I'm done. I'm, not, I'm just going I'm, to... No, I'm not,
0: done. I'm not done playing the games. I'm not, oh. I'm not done playing the games, but I'm done changing after I create a build. I'm going to create a build and just play And
2: play that. I, yeah. I truly, like, I know I make jokes a lot and I laugh, but I truly envy the fact that you are now playing Fallout again. <laughs> like, I, no, seriously, I truly envy it that I've come to this realization that I... Right now, as it stands, as a console gamer, we won't go into PC. But right now, I am strictly a social gamer. I've come to realize this that yeah, I get bored yeah. super easily. I can't entertain yeah. myself. I think it's a problem, honestly. It, no, I think yeah. it is because, yeah. like, I loaded, I loaded up a bunch of sing. I have a ton of single player games, a ton. Don't look at my library. Um library. Don't uh, want to go there. <laughs> like, I, right? But like, I mean, I've, I, every game that I buy, barely do I finish.
0: Right. right.
2: And yet, you have put more hours into Fallout than I have put into every single single-player game that I have. <laughs> Probably combined. Probably com- easily combined. Yet, you are now, I saw you log in level one Fallout 4 yet again. I, I honestly envy that. I'm
0: not even kidding. That's already been deleted.
2: I'm
1: i'm,
2: <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing, <laughs> Next time you see me stream I'm doing level 1 again. Which I'm I'm just I guess I'm getting to the point that like I have only made my money's worth on like 3 titles. Yeah. Everything else I literally might as well just build a bonfire of $60 each and light it on fire and I've gotten <laughs> more warmth out of that than I have on the games that I've bought.
0: I feel like I made my money back on Battlefield. I've been I put I, I a guess, lot of yeah, hours maybe, in that. Yeah. I feel like I made my money back on definitely Fallout Skyrim uncharted That's a great experience when you go through it. Other games, Watch Dogs 2,
2: yeah. haven't done that yet. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I get like, it. It's just like I guess I get bored so easily of the experience that I'm not, I, I don't invest enough time. I guess I'm just getting at that you invest way more time than anyone I know and then can revisit again no, but at this and do
0: point, it over. At this point, and he can understand, Neo can understand what I'm saying, at this point the game isn't Fallout. They get well with Fallout. It is because there are DLC elements and parts of the story that I haven't even played yet. But with Skyrim, it's definitely not the game. I played every inch of Skyrim. Mm -hmm. I like. I'm not playing it because I want to play the game. I'm playing it because I want to break the game. Right. And that's exactly what putting the mods on. And the game is the mods. The game isn't the making the build work and then entertaining the people watching the stream. Is really why I'm doing. it. Sure, because they want to see how I changed it and altered it and made it interesting. Gotcha, you know that type of thing. But this one fact I didn't know. Right. Don't don't change it mid, mid midstream. No, just mid <laughs> <laughs> or mid yeah midstream
3: mid. He, he said it like, you know, when you go to the doctors and it's like, how much have you been drinking? Um, you know, normal two beers a week. Normal. normal. Yeah. No, I just. Dr- <laughs> I drank 15 <laughs> beers last night that's, that's how you were like
2: I, I, I do that a lot I do that a lot, sorry It's kind of like Shit, and yeah. last night I uninstalled and reinstalled yeah. 6 mods while playing <laughs> Fuck uh, Yeah sleep. Oh, it's, uh, it's me. Shit. You know, fuck, uh, fucking dead. my, my, my But this YouTube video, fuck.
3: I just uninstalled one. <laughs> nah, he makes it look so good. I gotta put it back
0: in there. God damn it. Yeah. But I had watched tons of those videos and the guy <laughs> these guys that make these videos just left out that one little yeah, point. But, like
2: you never also mentioned that you do that. Because yeah. like I think all of us might have caught saying Why are you? Why are they breaking all the time? Like why are you uninstalling them every other minute? But I I am excited to hear because I've heard we've heard plethora of your your modding experience in Skyrim, but I don't know if we've necessarily heard we've heard some about Fallout. But maybe there will be new things to learn with the new DLC and some new mods. So I'm excited yeah, to hear about that in the future. Yeah. Um, the, the the last we'll leave with um, is I wanted to talk a little bit about my VR experience and then also Resident Evil 7, which Do I think kind of go hand in hand. So yeah, yeah. Resident Evil 7 came out today, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. Um, it is doing... Astonishingly, astonishingly well critically. People are freaking I'm out. I'm super um, surprised. So, right now, what did I say, you Neo? Know, 85, 86 on, on Metacritic? Metacritic yeah. Somewhere there, which, which is like shit that's in the high 60s, low 70s is like good playable. shit. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. Um, because you have to take into account that you have people like get throwing zeros at it. I think the lowest score I saw for this was like 55. Mm-hmm. And that was the absolute lowest score. Um, so, critically, it's doing. Amazing. Um, So I am super, super excited to play it. Um, I will definitely be doing a stream of it um, because, of course, it's a new horror game, and apparently that's my shtick. Um, so I'm going to be buying it, uh, probably streaming it um, soon. So check that out for Twitter. But more importantly, as I'm really excited to see what the VR
1: experience
2: is like for it.
1: I've oh, been hearing God. good things about it. Uh, it's one of the first games that you can play like all the way through in VR. It's not—it's right. not a micro experience. It's not like a demo. It's—it sure. is a full game in VR. Yeah, and it's a—it's a AAA title. Right. Yeah. Which is—which is I think the first. Yeah, pretty much. I then
3: you had like a drift and stuff that you can get on. Which one was that? On the vibe, that's the way you're the 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 astronaut on like the space station that's been all fucked up, and you have to like float from. Oh, under was that, and that and a triple like A stuff. title?
2: No, I'm sorry. Was that? Was but, that, he, that a he, but no, but AAA I was just title. curious. Uh, yeah, no, it's yeah. not. It's an indie game. Okay, okay. But no, but still, it's still a full blown game. To your point, mm-hmm. uh, but this is the first like Capcom triple a
1: I think what makes this more accessible as a VR title is the fact that you don't need a VR headset to play it sure it's an optional way of playing it and this makes people who have VR headsets go hey I can play this game and use this piece of hardware that I spent like a shit ton of money on right which is nice it's really nice for them
2: now some things I've been hearing about it really quickly because I don't I don't want to spend too much time because we'll talk more about it when we actually play it but I've heard that you know Resident Evil kind of devolved into like Relying on solely jump scares towards the end of the series where they kind of took some, some hints at some indie horror games. So just the ambiance of it, the sound design, the graphics, the lighting, all of that is played into account in this also switch to first person. Mm. So you're now playing this Resident Evil in first person versus the third person which definitely changes the experience because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it goes from this is me walking through the house to mm-hmm. this is said character walking through the house. It's, it's finally like them
3: doing something that makes you scared again for a game. Like when the first yes. game came out you felt claustrophobic and scared because of how limited the controls were just because of the time. Sure. right? And how and how they like framed the hallways. And, and the things. atmosphere played and the into atmosphere. it. The atmosphere.
1: The silence uh, and then the The sound effects. Right. I mean, ever
3: since, like, 4 came out, and and 4 was incredible, but, like, you get that third-person, almost, like, action game thing, Mm -hmm. and things aren't that scary anymore. So how do you bring it back? Sure. You make it first-person, and you put yourself in that role. Then all of a sudden, it shit your pants again.
2: Yeah, and it it feels a lot, and this is only the brief, brief gameplay footage that I've seen, is it feels closer to, I don't know if you guys seen it or watched me play Outlast, Mm -hmm. which is strictly first-person survival Mm -hmm. horror, and it's that same feeling. Because, like I felt like I was being chased by something oh for sure like so it completely changes the dynamic I am super excited that the that it's doing well because I really didn't want it to flop um, so I, I guess we'll talk more about it after I know Neo wants to play it I'm mm-hmm. going to play it um, I can give some insight on it um, and I'll be streaming it but it ties into the VR um, mainly because I over the holiday break, had an opportunity to use an Oculus Rift. Mm. Um, my brother-in-law is an indie game developer um, based out of uh, Philadelphia. Uh, he runs a game studio called PHL Collective. Uh, look him up on Facebook. Uh, they've designed all indie-based games, of course. But he was given an Oculus Rift, I believe, to develop with. So we brought it home, we brought his PC, his his studio PC home and we hooked it up to the to the living room TV at my in laws and I got to play a game called Bullet Train. Now Bullet Train is I wanna make sure I get the developer right and I looked it up. Uh Bullet Train is developed by Um Epic Games. Mm-hmm. Um and Who are they? Um, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, epic. Okay, now it is a first-person shooter, and it impressed me and floored me so much that I know I have been. It's kind of a foot-in-the-mouth moment for me mm-hmm. because I know I have not been the biggest fan of VR, and I've been talking about augmented reality, which I still do feel passionately about. But this VR experience was nothing like I expected it to be. So a little bit about it is. Um, it's it's a quick demo. It's not a full blown game, but you are essentially going through a map, fighting enemies, just like other people with guns. And you get shotguns and pistols and grenades. And the way that you interact with the weapons is like the way you would interact with real, real weapons. So you reload your shotgun by pumping the touch control.
1: Oh, okay, I was gonna say you were using the Oculus touch controls. O-
2: Oculus touch controls. Awesome. So you pump the shotgun. You pull back the pistol handle. That's very cool. Um, Sounds intuitive. You you no. pull the grenade pin and throw the grenade and the other mechanic in it is you can actually catch the enemy bullets and throw the enemy bullets back at them that sounds super cool Um, so it was completely immersive Way more than I had imagined it would be Mm -hmm. um, because it didn't feel clunky. It didn't feel um, fake in any way. It was completely immersive. And this is immersive on a whole new level because it is VR. It looks fun as shit. Um, Now, this was just a simple map. It had like three parts of it and then you were done. But I played it like six or seven times because I I wanted to cock back the pistol. I Mm -hmm. wanted to to pump action the shotgun. Yeah. Um, And it... It really, it made me become very hopeful for what VR can be in the future. Yeah, that's super good. Yeah. Um and the way that you move through the map because obviously you're in VR is you could teleport to different areas. So you would highlight an area and you would teleport to it and it would be like a new station that you were at. So you would be like next to a garbage can or you could teleport to the top of a staircase and at each different area was a new weapon. So you m- might have an AK or you <clears throat> might have a so like the AK you drop the clip out and put a new clip in like you would do with a real AK. Um, so there was an actual forward movement. That's no, biggest thing because, VR
1: has a problem right, with. Because yeah.
2: you can't have forward movement. Because, to be perfectly honest, by the time, even in this 10-minute gaming session, I took it off and I was not in the orientation in which I expected right. my body You forgot you were in be. the room that you were standing in originally. Because you, I, I truly, truly forgot about all of my surroundings and became completely immersed in this experience. The room scale VR, like for something like the like the Vive, or I think Oculus has has
3: room scale. You can do now. Yeah, it, it has a, a light, so a light it, it has.
2: Well, no, it had two, he has two side poles that were on the opposite sides of the TVs that okay. scaled the room that yeah. I was in. It's like at
3: the most, I think fourteen by fourteen feet uh, in an area, which that itself is a big area. But still, you can't free like sprint or move in there too much because you're going to hit a real wall, right? So a lot of these games opt to just move your character along or have you, like, point somewhere and warp yourself to a new location to then mm-hmm. have your freedom of space around you physically to act around Al- Also, it. does
0: it have something to do with motion sickness? Like
3: yeah. Also possible. I'm sure. So
2: here's mm-hmm. the thing. I was super concerned with motion sickness. Never really had any problems with it previously, but I thought that this might bring something on. Sure, but yeah. I was completely fine not Mm -hmm. a single ounce of being disoriented or not i can i can see it happening to somebody but i was i was completely fine Um, but the the game didn't trick your mind it didn't move like no you're right it did not the only time of movement was the beginning of the game you're on a train
0: and how did that make you feel
2: i was fine okay but that was only like loading up the game where you're learning how to play it oh i get it you're on the bullet train Uh that's fine. I didn't even think of that, <laughs> um, but it it was it was a lot of fun. Like I said, I had to play it like three or four times because I, I was not expecting something like that. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to bring up is I actually played an online game against other people too. Now this was um, I'm trying. I, I've been searching to try and find the name of it because I simply don't know. But it was another shooter, clearly because that's mainly what what is on there. But it was a like. Uh, wild wild west type shooter and i was playing a 2v2 um where we were both just uh two teams it was two teams of two we were both in opposite rooms but this took into consideration your environment and it was just a duel what team could kill the other team the most Mm -hmm. but you'd never you didn't move again of course but like let's say i spawned in front of a box i could duck behind the box and pop out and shoot and duck behind the box and pop back out or like lean over with one gun and like lift my other gun over my head and like shoot two different people and it also did a reload Where We were using revolvers, so I had to spin it out to unlock the mechanism Mm -hmm. and then spin it back to reload. But you were doing all of this with the touch controls like you would with a real revolver. Um, But this was way more interactive because it was taking into consideration that I was ducking. Did you
0: find yourself actual crouching?
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. I was full-blown crouching, yeah, like laying on the ground. And by the time I was done... Wow. With this Your legs one, were in pain. I was shot. <laughs> like I took the headset off, I was sweating. Like this was a full-blown workout because I was taking it super serious. Like I was trying to beat these two other people. Like so Yeah, so it was exactly like that. But you're also taking into account that you're playing an online game and lag and can, but all that whatever. But like yeah, I would I would lean against the wall to get behind the box and then pop back out, but it was it was not as real as bullet train, but it was so immersive because the way that the Oculus Rift works is you have two earpieces that fall the down. The room didn't
0: have a physical box. Like they didn't have one for you to duck behind.
2: The the virtual world had a box. I didn't have right, a box okay. at the That's no. what, I just to um, sure. So I was just ducking, looking at where I was standing, would duck or lean or pop back out or whatever it may be. Um but it was so immersive and it, it, it was completely online so i was just talking like shooting the shit with my brother-in-law and there was a player on the other end that started responding to me you and well, like you that's don't you don't, weird. you don't have like a mic in front of you cuz it's just picking up I, there's a mic somewhere on the on the headpiece um and we just started talking but it was weird to interact with someone that way you feel like you're almost really there because like i looked to my left and this dude is somewhere in the United States talking to me, but I can see him and hear him. But I'm looking at him was a chara- like
0: a character like speaking and mouth moving and
2: everything. Um, I, I don't remember if it was that realistic, but that player was another player doing the same thing I was. But it's a different online experience when you're virtually seeing it interacting with someone versus a character AI like in Battlefield, and you know that's me, but you hear me. Like you're not, you're not
1: connecting the two as as one entity if that makes sense his voice is like if you were to turn and look at him you would hear his voice go around your head like like it would be positional audio like yes uh, so like like,
2: when i heard him i'm hearing you turn and go oh you're talking like i can hear him and i can hear him talking to me through both ears and when i turn this way i hear him through this ear which it, it was it was a completely different experience and i've been an online gamer since Xbox Live came out, and it, it was extremely different, but promising. Let me ask you another question about that interacting
3: with the person. Could you see what his hands were doing because of the touch controllers and, and vice versa? If he oh, moved yeah. his hands, yeah. so that's going to add another layer yeah. to your communication. So what was you're really actually cool seeing human like gest- gest- gestures gest- as, you're, as you're speaking, like whatever yeah. your hands do.
2: Yeah, way, so what, what was really interesting, so the way that the game, the lobby worked, was we were both on a train cart, like a 1920s train cart, mm-hmm. and uh, or whatever year we were in, and we were around a table, and the table had cards on it, and on each card was how you played the game. So you went up with your touch controller, grabbed it, opened it, like, flipped it oh, over, looked at cool. it, and read that's it. That's very cool. But we're talking to one another as we're picking up cards and reading them and talking to one another, but you're right, like, if... if like I'm doing now with my hands, I'd be doing that in the virtual world. You feel like you're there in a way that you don't anywhere else. Right. It's, it's kind of hard to explain without experiencing it, but it added another layer and depth to online experience. And this is the scratch of the surface. Like I said, I'm very excited to see what resident evil can do with it. Not that that's interactive, but it does give you a whole nother experience. Mm -hmm. Um, but I using the Oculus, not quite yet am I ready would I be ready to buy one, but I am way, way, way more on board for the future of VR than I thought I was going to be. I I, I did not necessarily think I would ever invest in one, but I do see in the next year or so this being a necessity for the evolution of gaming because it truly was next gen gaming. Yeah. Like when, Mm -hmm. when I go back and play a shooter, I almost want it to just be the bullet train demo because it was, it was three minutes, five minutes, but it was so immersive and fun. Like to be able to take two pistols and point them around the room and actually shoot people with Hmm. it and drop one and reload it or throw the gun at somebody (laughs) like it, it, because you're actually doing said actions versus hitting a button to complete the action, um, so it was it was a ton of fun. I'm I'm really lucky that I got to experience it. If you do have an Oculus Rift or you do have somebody that owns a piece of VR, um, Oculus particularly for Bullet Train, please try it out because I think you would you would thoroughly enjoy it. Have you guys heard of the uh, the wireless?
3: Adapter for the HTC Vive. I have, yeah, I have not. It's like yeah. a little backpack. It's a little backpack. It's yeah. almost like you're wearing like a like a microphone, but you connect that into the headpiece that transmits to your computer, and now you solved the, the wireless wire problem. Because problem, yeah. I because I, I have the Vive, I haven't used the Oculus. The Vive has what almost feels like this cerebral nerve cord because everything is so bundled together like the matrix it, it, is becomes, plugged yeah, into it comes out, room, out of the yeah. back of the headset and then runs into the computer yeah. and just bundle of wires and you're you're tethered to that sure ultimately doesn't matter how big your room setup is you know you got to worry about this am i going to yank my computer out if i move no too sure yeah, yeah
2: um
3: this solves that's like interesting one of the biggest problems with vr right now
2: and i'm assuming that's the way that the oculus works too it's plugged directly into the pc but yeah. I, I didn't have an issue with it.
3: Right. Oh, no, I mean, if you're within the normal operating, like, area, it's fine. I just notice myself, like, stepping over it or, like, if I spin around too much, like, it'll get bunched and
2: coiled up. Which he, my brother-in-law, could have been, like, moving it out of my way the whole time and me not even knowing. Yeah. Um, You definitely feel it like that 's for sure you mm-hmm. feel that cord on the back, um, but yeah, I, I just really wanted to share that it was it was a, an awesome experience and it, and it definitely changed my outlook on it because i can I can only imagine what developers can create for these VR yeah. experiences. I think if we can get the VR to be more cost effective. For um, the majority, I think it would take off much more than it has. Yeah, there's a, um, there's a
0: lot of there's a lot of barriers to entry.
2: There, there currently mm-hmm. are a ton of barriers to mm-hmm. entry. The one, the one that doesn't is the PlayStation. The you know that that's right. the one that is, which which I tried when I was at E3, which I thought was really good. Right, and I think that is the one that is most accessible. But we're still looking at content is not necessarily sure. there yet. So I think in another year, I think we're going to have a lot of content. I would hope. Um, and and maybe it becomes more accessible. Maybe the price point drops. I'm looking forward to hardware revisions yeah. as well. You know? oh, I I like I said, it, it, there's there's a lot of fine tuning to be done. But there was a lot of fine tuning when f- consoles first came sure. out. I mean, so,
3: you know, we're going to be getting higher res screens at a certain yeah. point, so you don't see the pixelation, which mm-hmm. you're going to see on any. Doesn't matter what headset you get now. You're seeing there's
1: also the screen pixelation. door the screen door effect. Yeah. Like, you're looking through, like, a screen door, like, in your face. Sometimes, that's, yeah. That's
2: the, yeah.
1: The other thing oh, which, was, the six six which was pretty cool um, was the
2: menu system. Like, when I put it on and he loaded the, the Oculus Store, it was a completely 360, mm-hmm. like, storefront. And it interacted the same way you would interact with a game. So I could, like click on something the way I would like if it was the top menu bar I would reach up and click on the top menu bar and I wouldn't have to like scroll or anything so even the store was this virtual like it had things moving in it and it had different designs and graphics um, I got to play a few demos of a painting game which was essentially a 360 canvas where you can, oh, you nice. can, you can paint or oh, draw that, is it tilt brush? Google's tilt yeah, brush? It was, it was not same. Google no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can what was cool is a certain button allowed you to do 3D so you could, you could click the button, and you can draw out and draw towards your face. And if you rotated, it would be coming like, like at you're, you. you're sculpting. Yeah, so they had mm-hmm. like a, a flat way to do it or a 3D way, which was cool. And the other thing I did was a demo for uh, the human body. So you got to do like kind of uh what's that um Osmosis Jones movie? Oh, yeah. you ever see that movie yeah, yeah. where it's like Love inside movie, the blood actually. cells? Yeah, fantastic. Do, oh movie. dude, I'd
3: be all about that. I was um, there. So and yeah, no, all it is it. all it is
2: is you it's like something you would see it like um uh, like a Disney ride or something. Yeah, like y- you hop into this like cart, and it's yeah. like, what do you want to explore? And you click on like the heart, and then right. you're just like, you're just on this ride of someone just like talking to you about what it's like to be about in the heart. heart blood through and, your but body. But it was again, it, all this is is an educational like game, but it was still, yeah, but it's, it's so engrossing. It was still super immersive, yeah. you know, and it, and uh, I guess that's the point that like even though it's still in its infancy it it, it really does have a place um, which is exciting because you know we were hoping it wasn't a gimmick we were hoping that this was going to be a lasting impression and evolution of gaming and I think I think we're there I think we're on the on the cusp of it so nice, I'm, I'm super excited I'm glad you had fun with it it's, oh it was yeah very it, was, cool. it was great And and, and you know I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have, wouldn't have had the opportunity if if he uh he wasn't able to provide that. So it's it's super exciting that I got the the chance to do it. And uh, like I said, um come holiday next year, I think it's going to be a completely different game for VR. So I'm excited. Well, people are already trying to solve
3: the the wire problem in a different way by connecting it to a really high powered laptop, having that in a backpack, and then you're free to move you're around. You carry your back,
1: yeah. Jayless, like like Jayless the new Razer Blade, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Razer has a 1060 in it. So that's that's good enough to power any game, no matter you know anything you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plug your headset into that, and you just you know you can see like
3: imagine you know instead of like laser tag in a big facility, they have like VR games. I mean, they have an entire warehouse size place set up, you know, obstacles and match the in-game world so you feel. I'm just, I'm spitballing right now. But like, no, I f-
1: fucking love that idea. Yeah, see, here's yeah. the fucking thing. fucking love that idea so much right now. Like, you're set in the environment, but you can feel what you're, like, right, seeing. Right, because it's still like the jungle gym in real life, but right. like, the game paints it for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's oh, delete shit. delete delete this apart yeah we gotta we gotta cut that part
2: yeah i mean like i said this is like i like this is clearly the infancy but what could be done is is truly amazing oh, and nice. i and i think you know the the moving is going to be a, a struggle you know moving around a physical space more than just in like a square um could make it you know Mm-hmm. Less appealing for some people because that is a lot to deal with to see and you're seeing one thing and your body doing another. But it like it it can be incredible. There, there really was can. one
1: game uh, I tried that was like a tower defense game. I, I played with the Vive very briefly. Um, they had you standing in a tower and the, the limits of the tower were defined. So like I actually felt a little bit of like I could feel the heights. Like when looking over like you could look down over the yeah. tower and stuff, and that was a pretty cool effect, but it kept me in my spot like sure. i could I feel like with the vibe, you can kind of move around slightly right oh dude, with the vibe, you can yeah walk up to what is it whatever fourteen or fifteen feet by fifteen feet like you right because I, I, I played the star Wars demo and i played I played this tower defense game, and it was like. It was, like, I could move in my little area, but, like, no more than, like, a, f- a little bit. Like, once you get to the edge, you saw, like, the, you get the a grid. You get the grid, grid wall. Netting. Yeah.
3: Like, that, which was pretty cool. that game's a part yeah. of the lab, which is right, yeah. Valve's, you know, like, uh, Aperture Science Labs-inspired for of it. games. It's so yeah. much fun. Um, but, like, if you go back to the, the hub world, this literal lab that has different, like, uh, portals to these different places... Uh, your walking area is just defined by your physical space when you set up your headset
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, and then you just you press the, the touchpad on your Vive controller highlight a new area it jumps your character there to reorient yourself and right. then you can physically move around in your new space in the game but right. like, you could walk through like environments so there's a table in the middle of the room you could just walk right into that huh. like your mind doesn't want to but you can and I've yeah. actually like forced myself to do it just to like kind of like fuck with things, see how, to test see the how limits you of things. Push your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was telling you guys the first time I ever tried it out, the loading area for the vibe. This like it's like a tower in the sky. It doesn't really have anything. It's not the it's not the Steam Store. It's not anything. It's just this like tower that says, "Oh, this is you're looking in a vibe right now, right? You can see the world if you look up in there. The moon mm-hmm. on the other side. But you're you're high up and just floating in just clouds and sky around you. So I went over to the edge, right? They, and of course, the closer you get, like the wind picks up and you hear it in your ears. And I'm looking out over the edge, like literally, looks like you're on top of like a skyscraper, right? You're just like nothing below you, and like did I just, you lose your balance, I, yeah. I, and I, t- I took a foot out, and I like <laughs> stepped on to the air, onto nothingness, knowing that like my carpet is still there, the floor sure. is still there, right? But like I didn't want to put my weight down, I didn't want to like drop it, and then I did, and like after like a, a like a split second, where my heart kind of jumped, I'm like, no, I'm okay.
1: You have, and to, and I, you have to believe,
3: Neo. Yeah, and I jumped my other foot out there, so I was just standing in nothingness. And I'm like, cool, look, I'm safe. But, like, my brain never clicked into it, like, being used to it. Yeah. Like, so. the next step was still just as harrowing as the first one that I took. It was never like, this is okay. My brain was constantly screaming at me, you're in fucking midair. For whatever reason, you're safe now, but your next step, you're not going to be safe. Don't
2: take another step. Jump back onto that platform. <laughs> So it, it does wacky shit. Yeah, with it your brain. does. It does. Yeah, I, I don't think we're because we're not trained. We're trained for real life decisions and real life yeah, actions. Yeah, that right? response so, is an
3: evolutionary response. It's right. saying don't be in the middle of the air because you're going to fucking <laughs> like, die.
2: Don't are an Try animal. and walk off the skyscraper because there's <laughs> right. nothing to save you. Right. So your brain, like, just because you, because you're seeing it, so your brain's thinking that it's real. Of course, yeah. You like you're trying to combat that it's not, but your brain's like, dude. That's that. There's nothing there. Don't. That's do fine, it. but then you die, and you
3: can't pass on your genes, and the humanity's gonna die out. So you're doing a real shitty job of being right. an animal. It's, yeah, it's
2: it's it. It really is truly incredible. I'm so,
0: never doing underwater VR.
3: Oh god, that'd be deep dark water. Like just oh, that's your thing, man. Fuck that. I'm, shit. I'm with I'm with you on that though. That's I spooky. would love to,
0: especially a shark game. I saw somebody doing a shark game in yeah. VR, and I was like, fuck that shark bullshit. game.
2: Yeah. Um. All right. I think it's time we wrap, because we're, we're going be to well be, be
3: pushing two. This was a meaty episode here. Meaty. Uh,
2: this is Lock and Key signing off. Follow me on Twitter at lock underscore Key. Uh, check me out. I'll be streaming Resident Evil 7. Um, by this point, hopefully I've already streamed it. If not, please follow me so you can check it out and see me uh, scream like a girl. Hmm. Or scream like a guy, really. Not, you know, not being a... Uh, it's a good right? call-out. I'm a misogynist. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be a misogynist. Um, uh, just check me out. Uh, I'm, really, um, I'm a big, big baby when it comes to scary games, and people love it. So I'll be there. Um, and make sure you like all of the Facebook pages. You have the Emergent Gamer Podcast. You have Fireside. You have um, Emergent Media Network and uh, EMTV. Give them a like. Cool. This
3: is uh, Trip Zero. You
2: can find me on
3: both Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, it's trip underscore zero. Um, I've been saying it for months, and I finally got around to streaming. I did a couple, couple did. nights of streaming. I, 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 did. I jumped into I jumped the Dying in light. light. I saw you, Did dude. some more Last of Us. Did some Dying Light with a couple friends. We are doing the uh, multiplayer co-op. So I'm jumping back and forth. Um, I'm going to figure out if I can reliably stream from my same computer, and then I might do some Astroneer pop into that. that that's kind of untested waters with it, with it being an alpha game. I'm tempted so. to
1: join you. Yeah. Well, I'm very dude,
3: tempted. Let's, let's rip it. Let's do it. But, uh, I got that. I'm going to be finishing Last of Us for sure. I got to get through that. Then I got some possible stream plans for the future. You know? Sweet. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys for listening, of course. Uh, follow me on the Twitter and the Twitch, trip underscore zero. You'll see when I'm doing what I'm doing.
1: This is Neo Yoshi signing off. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Yoshi. If I do stream it's at Neoayoshi. I don't I don't know if I'm ever gonna I don't have any plans in the immediate future for that.
0: This is uh twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood. You're a website. Yes, I am a website. Please um, please go there, follow me on on that. But more importantly, I don't think we mentioned it, follow the emergent gamer, emergent underscore gamer on Twitter and emergent underscore gamer on Instagram.
3: And Twitch. Is that uh, us on Twitch as well? Yeah.
0: And we're emergent underscore game on Twitch there are, as some, well.
3: there are some plans for that that are yeah. that works.
0: There's plans to possibly do a live show to uh, Twitch, and then um, if you want to just see live update pictures um, of us doing our show every week, and constant gifs and memes and like weird things. Dude, on. our, our Instagram is blowing up. Yes, our Instagram has been blowing up, and we want to want it to blow up more. So please follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Um, especially follow Felix Hergut on Twitter because that's where you're going to get an update when I'm streaming on so. your on your mod loadouts. Yeah, on whatever. Yeah. Fall, right now I'm streaming Fallout in the morning for morning coffee, and then uh, in the evening I alternate between like six different games. So nice. All right. No,
1: no reviews this week, guys. Real upset about that. I expect more from you. Please
0: leave a review on iTunes if you've subscribed. Please, regardless of whether it's good or bad, just drop one. Yeah,
1: actually, the uh, the
3: writing part isn't as important. You don't if you don't want Neo to read your review, that's fine. The star rating is the most important thing. Give like just rate us. If you think we're shit, rate us that we're shit. But like one two, we need to know, or then that helps the numbers. We need to know kind of what people are thinking, and that helps iTunes figure out what people are thinking, and helps us. do this for you more
2: yep. mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. alright see you alright bye
2: have a good <laughs> nights I saw you so cruelly you kissed me
0: your lips a magic world your sky are hung with jewels the killing moon <laughs>